welcome to Count Creepy Head Saturday Morning Monster Mash. Blah! <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Global Milk. Global Milk! Hey kid, does this look infected? Global Milk, a subsidiary of Red Pantheon Productions. Welcome everybody to episode 35 of Count Creepyhead's Saturday Morning Monster Mash. The only podcast full of dairy products. How's everybody doing? How was your Valentine's Day? How was your break? Very good, very good. Josh? Same old, same old. Yeah, have a happy Valentine's Day. Have you guys had a chance to watch Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Not yet. I'm I hoping to do that this week. <laughs> we'll talk about it next time. Um, <laughs> I've had time to sit on it, and it's just, yeah. I, you know, I'm trying to find. I'm trying to see it before spoilers because I, I like Facebook is filled, and I, that's actually something I want to complain about real quick. <laughs> The amount of people who are throwing spoilers up day of or the the day after, I'm just like I want to smack them. Like we don't all have time to sit and watch it day one. I, I I scrolled through Facebook on Saturday and it was just like a minefield of. Did you see in Texas Chainsaw where they? And I'm like, scroll quick. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, I won't spoil anything, but Mike, I know your tastes. You're gonna like it. Yay, Josh. <laughs> Um, I don't think it's very uh, accurate to Texas, but you'll like it too. Just God, I hope not. Uh, don't have any expectations and just have a good time. Like, just expect to have fun with it, and you'll be fine. I'll, um, I'll, I'll tell you what I, what I told my friend Tara. Honestly, since Texas Chainsaw Two, I don't think there has been a good Texas Chainsaw. There have been entertaining Texas Chainsaw movies, but Part one and part two, I will go so far as to say, are good movies. Three on, I enjoy, but I'm not going to say they're good movies. <laughs> I I will say this is the fifth best one. Okay. So I would rank them one, two, three, the remake, and then the rest are like, I don't know. But I would put this one after the remake, and then I would do... 3D, partially because of Alexandria Daddario, mm. and the other part would be Leatherface is just a complete goober the whole movie. <laughs> um, and then I would do the sequel to the remake, and then I would do um, Next Generation. What about if you want to uh, rank them all? What about the 2018 Leatherface? Oh, uh, I would put that six. I was like, because I actually kind of liked that one. It wasn't bad. I just, it's not a Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie. You know? Yeah, it was more of a, of a on the run kind of flick. You know, it was its own animal. I didn't hate it though. Um, I don't think I saw anything. This isn't really a movie podcast. Um, this week is a very, 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 very heavy news week for two reasons. One, we took a week off, and two, it's Toy Fair. Which mm-hmm. is supposed to be the national event in New York City where retailers come and look at products and they pick what they want to buy for like the next two thirds of the year, kind of going into the summer and Christmas, where 
the big guns, Hasbro, Mattel, NECA, show off stuff to try to get Target, Walmart, online retailers to buy. It got canceled. So all the retailers decided to, not the retailers, these toy manufacturers decided to put everything online for our viewing pleasure instead of like Pixel Dan, et cetera, people loading pictures up online and us frantically pressing refresh on our computers to see the <laughs> next picture of like whatever Ninja Turtles coming out. This year it was a lot more professional and different websites got different exclusives from different companies. Um, but there is a ton of stuff to talk about and a lot of opinions. Um, we don't have a lot from Red Pantheon because honestly, Mike, you and me are the only ones that are like, and Josh is getting into this. Strasburg are heavy producers of stuff. Right. Uh, so nobody really has anything to plug except for Susie wanted me to say she's been cool since Underoos. Since the days of Underoos. Yep. Yes, the days of Underoos. So I'm guessing she had Rainbow Bright Underoos or like Gem and the Holograms. I don't know what little girl Underoos there were. I had. Return of the Jedi under ruse. It came with yep. a Jedi certificate that I had forever and I lost it. So I'm no longer a Jedi. But as far as I know, that's the only official, uh, you know, you, you're not a Jedi unless you got the, the under ruse. Unfortunately, <laughs> I had the X-Wing pilot under ruse. So they were bright orange and I had the little T-shirt with the, the pilot outfit on it. I had uh, Chewbacca to hide the skid marks. <laughs> Thanks, mom. It was just just Harry. Yeah. But uh yeah. So other than that, I don't think there's anything from Red Panther. There's nothing from the, the charity yet, and I don't want to bug them just yet. Um yeah. Also, Don Dorazio is lurking out there, looking in your windows, watching you sleep, sticking her finger in your peanut butter. Because oh, I no. have to give Don Dorazio her obligatory plug, her Easter egg, if you will. So, guys, show and tell. What we get? Cool stuff? Oh, yeah. Not a lot, but cool stuff. Yep. Yeah, I got a handful of cool stuff. Me too. Um, I'll start off, me and Mike, we both got the Psycho Gorman plastic meatball figures. Yes. What do you think about them? I love them. I mean, they're... They're definitely display pieces. They're not really something I'm going to be playing with too much, but they're they're in the same vein as reaction. I think they they look fantastic. Um, they're just a lot of fun. They remind me of 80s action figures, and it I feel like it fits perfectly with the film. Yeah, uh, I agree. They're very stiff, and like the sculpt is very sharp. But yeah. you've assured me that the weapons don't break. Uh, I haven't put them in there yet, but uh, Psycho Gorman and uh, the Angel look mm-hmm. awesome. And my only complaint is there isn't more. Yeah, I would have loved that entire like legion of bad guys that went after Psycho Gorman. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. There, there is a Star Wars universe worth of characters uh, yeah. that I think would all be fun to buy. And I want, when these get carded, if the card art looks good, I'm going to buy them again. Yeah. And and keep uh, set carded because they are that good. And they had, you know, it comes with like the display base, a sticker, you know, some extra stuff. It's because it's the early bird kit. Um, and if you go on the website for plastic meeple, they have all these fake products that never got made. That is also very fun. Um, but it is, those are pretty cool. I just got in the mail last night. I, 
wasn't expecting it, but the two pack of Andromeda and uh, fucking Dick Shit McGee. What the hell is his name? <laughs> Dick Shit this, McGee is his official name. He's this Power Ranger villain that um, looks amazing to me. And uh, I have always liked his toy. And I'm going to stall for time as I Google what the character's name is. Uh, da, 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 da. Villains. It's a Clipdor who is kind of like an 80s uh, 3D model, like all black with like a green wireframe. Mm-hmm. And he looks awesome. And he comes with uh, Instromina. And this is like the second or the third one that's come out now. It's just like her with different hair. Um, and she's like the uh, Rita Repulsa from Power Rangers in Space. I only know the characters. I didn't really watch the show, um, but it's pretty cool. Uh, Power Rangers in Space is notable for, I believe, this is the show that the Ninja Turtles guest starred on. But um, take that with a grain of salt for me. Everything else that I got was stuff that I opened that I had sitting around. So, like, I finally got Modulock, not Modulock, uh, Modok built. Um, I opened up Buzz Off. Nothing to say that hasn't been said before. So, um, Mike, what about you? Uh, the only other thing that I got or things that I got outside of the uh, Psycho Gorman stuff, I found a deal on the Fortnite uh, three and three fourth inch Rogue Agent, mm-hmm. um, which is one of those figures I had been eyeballing at full price quite a few times. And Amazon warehouse deals had him for a little over five bucks. So I snagged him. Really fun figure. Reminds me of just like a G.I. Joe driver, like that generic guy with a helmet, you know, <laughs> but really fun, cool or cool toy. Um, and then the the two that I'm, I really, really like is I got the Soundwave uh, Studio Series Bumblebee figure. Awesome looking figure. Oh, my God. He's such a great robot figure. Like the transformation is OK. He's like a little flat hovercraft. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, OK, it's cool. It's there. I probably will never use it other than like when tooling around with him to transform certain parts to look like damage. Um, But overall, great figure. I can't find Ravage yet. I really want to get Ravage so I can put him inside of his chest cavity. Um, But yeah, he's he's just a super fun robot. And then I got the uh, Warhammer 40K Gene Stealer. And God, that's a great figure. Like when McFarlane hits like he really hits (laughs) like they're just really good figures. I love this Warhammer line so much. And, uh, it's like, it's a great, just creepy monster toy. So I've, I've been having a lot of fun having, uh, the gene stealer fighting some of my, uh, six inch GI Joes. (laughs) If I had one complaint about the gene stealer, it would be that I feel like that that tail piece needs articulation. Totally agree. Cause when you stand him up, it looks like he's got a dick. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, those are those are the only figures I got uh, over the last two weeks. But um, I got a lot of art supplies. That was my my big purchases. I, I purchased a lot of new art supplies. So that's Josh. What about you? You're strangely uh, quiet today. I got a I got a good handful of heavy hitters this week. This these past weeks, actually, I got I got a lot of stuff. Uh, I got more stuff than I should. Uh, I got a bunch, bunch of three and three fourth inch Fortnite because it's just been cheap as shit at Ross. Um, God, I'm even. Uh, it's it's the point where like I got way too many three three fourth inch Fortnite figures, so I'm just gonna leave it at that. 
Uh, the only truly, truly noteworthy uh, one of them that I got that isn't just like, hey, that guy looks cool, is the really giant vending machine pack that's normally like 50 bucks. Mm-hmm. I found it at Ross for 20. Oh, man. And uh, and yeah, the the two figures in that are just freaking awesome. Uh, I can't I can't think of the name of the alien guys, but, you know, the little uh, Mike, do you know the little uh, silvery halo aliens with the like translucent orange parts on them? <clears throat> um, trying to think of which one, because there's the there's the grunts and then there's the elite. Um, and they were they were only in a few few packs way back when uh, they haven't shown up in like forever. But they had almost little triangle heads and they looked like robots with little like spikes coming out of the back. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. I forget the name of those. Yeah. OK. The yeah. the bigger the bigger villain looks like a three and three fourths inch version of one of those guys. I could see that. I could definitely see that. Yeah, the the dude with the um the, the guy in the pack you're talking about, the guy with the axe, right? Yeah, yeah. He looks like yeah. he looks like a giant, weirdly like organic metal knight. Yes. And I just freaking love him. But moving on from that, uh, I did find the alley viper, and all of his joints are solid. His arm did not pop off. I have no complaints. Uh, I can't say anything about him that you guys haven't already. Uh, today I picked up Lieutenant Andra or now, you know, Andra at arms. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, that's what you can call her. Holy crap. I love the cloak is so freaking weird. There's at first when I got it out of the package, I was really confused because there's no, like there, obviously there's a hood, but there's no front clasp for the hood. There are just two dangling pieces of the cape, which then you have to wrap around her because one of the pieces has a little piece of Velcro on it. Okay, like a a side clasp kind of? And it works so well, and it makes it look so good. Um, It it might be one of my favorite capes. That's pretty cool. I'm, I'm really... Especially with the weird gas mask face that she comes with. Yeah. Uh, She just looks like a cool badass warrior of some sort. Like, I feel like I could stand her next to my Black Series bounty hunters and she would fit in fine. Uh, So even aside from her being a cool Masters of the Universe Revelations toy, she's just a cool toy. Like, I'm way more impressed with her than I expected to be because I've, I've just kind of been playing with her all day. I've, I've almost picked her up on a couple of occasions, but it, it, it's always been that like, no, no, I, I can't spend money right now. <laughs> if, if you get a chance, uh, I highly recommend her. She's at, at least for me. And I think it's probably just because she's not a character I own at all. Because this is her first toy. Uh, she's she's just cool enough and different enough to scratch that right itch of like, okay, yeah, this is awesome. And Man, I love the little little blast effect she comes with for her uh, wrist. Josh, you made you just convinced me to get her because she's never had a toy before. Yeah, this and is she's a new character. Damn it. 
Um, <laughs> and so, I'm guessing future versions won't come with that extra helmet head. Yeah, and if you wanted Tila and Andre to have the helmet heads, you got to buy another Andre to get another helmet head to swap up to the uh, first Tila figure. Which um, is stupid, but yeah. If you go to your targets and you don't see Andra, bear in mind that that assortment gets one peg, and one peg will hold half a case. So don't be afraid to ask somebody to go in the back room and check if you wanted, like everybody wants, uh, Scare Glow. He may be in the back. Um, also check the end caps, because one of yeah. my targets has uh, an end cap. The end caps are like the dumping ground for collectible stuff now. Also, I forgot to mention, the newest animated stuff has just popped up, and I found Ram Mam, P-Man, which is the clear yellow plastic He-Man, and Manny Faces today in nice. uh, Walmart in Williamsville. So they're out and about, and there's like one Skeletor thrown in the case just to kind of fill it out. But uh, if you're wondering where P-Man was, he's in that case now. Um, and Ram Man looks really cool but manny faces is definitely the winner because he's huge the gimmick is really cool um the only thing he's missing is this cool gun but i don't think he needs it to be honest i really yeah, want to get hands on those yeah man i'll ha huh. you know i wanted i wanted to say i might hold off on ram man but no no, if yeah. I see her, I'll buy her in a heartbeat. Um, the only thing that would stop me from buying these figures is if they say they're coming out in an Origin-style body. Yeah. That's yeah, that's the only that time would... where I'll be like, I'm going to wait for that version. But, but otherwise, the, um, yeah. Go ahead, Josh. I keep cutting you off. The The rest of my um, my show and tell is going to be, it's going to be a little bit of a rant. So buckle up. Alright. <laughs> so the rest of my show and tell has to do with Star Wars. Let's talk about Star Wars. Let's. You can you can just tell by my tone of voice. <laughs> uh so over over the past few weeks I have indulged more in three and three fourth inch Star Wars than I have in a long time. I think I think all in all uh, Emperor was a little further back, but I'm going to lump him into my recent Star Wars buys. So I have I've bought four recent Star Wars vintage collection figures. Mm -hmm. I picked up the Emperor, who I just grabbed at full price because I was like, hey, the Emperor, I love the Emperor. Uh, and I'm a little bit regretful of that impulse. And I got IG-11. Moff Gideon and Bo-Katan. Bo-Katan is one of the best Star Wars figures I've had in hand. Uh, three and three-fourth inch scale. I, I am almost willing to say this is the best modern Star Wars figure since they've relaunched the three and three-fourth inch line. Uh, the only maybe exception I'll give it because it's a carryover from before the end of the first three and three fourth inch line uh, is the Royal Guard. Okay. Because he trickled out like right at the beginning when they were relaunching the three and three fourth inch. But uh, 
I think Bo-Katan is one of the strongest three and three-fourths inch Hasbro Star Wars figures they have put out in at least a decade. All of her joints feel solid. She feels playable. Uh, she has a great accessory count. Her paint looks amazing. Uh, she is everything a three and three-fourth inch Star Wars figure should be. She can go, in my opinion, she can go toe-to-toe with Prey Vizsla from the Clone Wars line, who, again, personal opinion, I think Prey Vizsla was the, like, the pinnacle of the Clone Wars line. Yeah, I'll agree on that. Yeah, I can't argue with that. Uh, as much as I love the Cad Bane figure, that Prey Vizsla, he does everything perfectly. The only drawback I can give to Bo-Katan is that I wish it were a removable helmet as opposed to a swappable head. I I guess I get it. It looks it looks great with either head on it. But I'm a big fan of removable helmets. And I genuinely, when I opened it up, saw the little peg on the bottom of the helmet and went, oh. <laughs> uh, especially because apparently, and I did double check this, the six inch has a removable helmet. So... How? How are they given that one a removable helmet? But now, anyway, aside from that, I've got no no complaints about her. She is amazing. Uh, if you like Mandalorian-style figures in the three and three-fourth inch scale, uh, and you see her, she is worth the cost. Now the other three. <laughs> uh, I'll start from, from best to worst, because IG-11... IG-11 is pretty good. His his worst offense is that he's a bit gummy and he's going to warp. Mm-hmm. Like, he, there's just no way about it. He can hold his weapons better than any IG... Uh, hold his guns, excuse me, because there have been IG droids that can hold their weapons really well. Uh, That's this always is, been a problem with the IG droids. Like, you have the peg... It's always a little wonky. But this one, uh, because of the way they did the hands, he has, like, sculpted uh, extended trigger fingers, so you can kind of put the gun in the middle and loop the handle around the fingers. Okay, cool. And he holds them really well. He's got pretty good articulation, uh, but the ball joints at the top of it, at his shoulders do tend to pop off, uh, which is really annoying. Also... While I appreciate that all of his little hoses and wires and everything, uh, none of them are glued into place. They all just peg in. So if they pop out, you can plug them back in. That's a big plus, but they all pop out like nothing. I hate that. That that just drives me crazy on any figure. Yeah. So it just constantly looks like they're hanging off. And if I'm honest... The worst quality plastic on the entire figure is in the worst spot. It's his lower legs. Uh, So that's unacceptable. So, you know, that's a figure if I'm sorry, Hasbro, but like you've you've been doing IG droids for how many years now? You'd think you'd know how to get them right at this point. So that's just inexcusable. Uh, Then we'll move on to. Moff Gideon. 
I don't have any real complaints about Moff Gideon. He looks okay. One of his eyes is kind of kind of cross-eyed, so he looks a little weird. Uh, other than that, the face is pretty pretty good on him. He just feels cheap. Uh, I got him on Walmart super clearance. It, he was between like three and five bucks. I can't remember how much he was, but it was enough for me to be like, okay, yeah, I'll buy him finally. I, Supreme Leader Snoke has better quality plastic than Moff Gideon. <laughs> you mean old man in the underwear? Yeah. Uh, like, <laughs> and and I always thought Supreme Leader Snoke felt cheap. But, yeah. But no, like, he... He just feels like he's made out of erasers. Ooh, that's not good. Like he and all of his articulation feels just like sort of it moves, but it's just sort of stuck. Like it just it feel it all feels wonky. He just all feels wonky because of the plastic quality. Uh, I cannot recommend him. Also, his dark saber sucks. That's yeah, really that's disappointing. Just just point blank. His dark saber sucks. I have a dark saber from twelve years ago, which is infinitely cooler. So come on, Hasbro. Again, you've done this. You've done a dark saber before. Right. What's wrong with you? And then we get on to the Emperor, who I'm putting the lowest because he should be my favorite. Uh, I'm an Emperor fanatic. There was a long period of time where if there was an Emperor figure that was coming out, I bought it regardless. If it was just an old body with a new head, didn't care, still bought it. This one is actually, I will give them credit where credit is due. He is all new parts. Uh, the parts are shared with the uh, PulseCon Emperor's Throne Room Emperor who had a different head. Uh, also, I feel like the heads should have been reversed. I feel like the retail version should have been the neutral expression. And the exclusive should have been the angry lightning expression, especially because he comes with his throne. Okay. Uh, so first strike is he comes with the angry expression. And I feel like that is the most common face for the emperor now. And it bothers me because I want his neutral expression. The last time there was a neutral expression emperor, it, the figure had a weird clunky cloak uh, that looked incredibly oversized the way they did it. And if you pop the head out, it was only half a head. <laughs> like it was it was literally only his face back to his ears to fit in the weird giant clunky clunky cloak. That was my point where I stopped buying new emperor figures. That's awful. Uh, but that was also the last time they released one with a neutral face in three and three fourth inch scale, which was, uh, let me check the bones because I had it pulled up just to reference this. Not that I had this rant planned. Part of the reason why I was being quiet so I could just do this rant. <laughs> <laughs> uh, last time they went, that figure came out 14 years ago. It has been 14 years since they have done a three and three fourth inch emperor with a neutral face. Wow. wow. Um, 
the articulate and that's the thing with this one is like the articulation is fine but it feels a little bit wonky plastic doesn't feel bad but all of the joints just feel like they don't want to move it's like hasbro forgot how to engineer the joints in three and three fourth inch scale because i many many years ago kit bashed my perfect emperor from many different parts including like the em- evolution star sidious body uh, a cloak from a different figure etc 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 and a cast of that half head uh repainted into the proper colors and that with the hood from this current emperor which is the only truly good part about this emperor that i can praise them for it's one of the first times they've gotten a plastic hood to look exactly like it should for the emperor um I don't understand why this figure isn't perfect. This is a figure they've been releasing since 19. Yeah, I, okay. Yes, Kenner did the previous one, but Hasbro bought out Kenner. They have all their action figure knowledge. They have been producing the Emperor since 1983. Why is this one? Why have they never released a perfect three and three fourth inch Emperor figure? Yeah. And yet, and my biggest complaint about every single fucking one of them. Why is his skin color wrong every single time? <laughs> Josh, I'd argue that the original Kenner, the original the Jedi Emperor, is pretty perfect, except for the fact that he's like, you know, dusty gray. And and that's my problem with him because if. If he weren't Dusty Gray, then I wouldn't have a problem with him. And, you know, because it's vintage style, the face does leave a little bit to be desired. But that being said, the fact that the 1983 Mail-Away Emperor is overall better then the 2022 vintage collection emperor is a fucking problem. Yeah. Like also, and this is my biggest strike. I have the old power of the force Two cinema scene emperor's throne. And I watched, I watched a video comparison between the cinema scene throne and the PulseCon throne. And the CinemaScene throne is bigger and somehow can't fit this modern emperor. That's crazy. What the fuck, Hasbro? (laughs) So, how? How is there one, one out of four that's amazing and the other four are just like you've been doing this figure for how long moff gideon i guess i'll give him a pass on but they've done that style of armor and cape for so long because of the atst commanders yeah there's no excuse uh ig droid there's no excuse they've been doing that figure since the 80s (laughs) 
Emperor, there's no excuse. They've been doing that figure since the 80s. Hasbro, get it fucking together. It's a problem when the most, the thing I'm most excited for in an upcoming Star Wars line is entirely because of the actor playing the character and not because I want a Star Wars toy. Yeah. Like, I I guess I want a three and three-fourth inch Mandalorian. But I'm also scared of it because, like, one out of four is not a good ratio. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah, there therein lies my very long Star Wars rant. Uh, I'm sorry for the length of that, but uh, I just it's been so long since I've had that many uh, new Star Wars figures in such a short time span. And for someone that was such an avid Star Wars collector for so long to see the quality on these three and three fourth inch figures was absolutely abhorrent. I feel like retro blasting right now, but <laughs> I don't give a fuck. This is inexcusable Hasbro. Uh, like it's, it's not one of those like, it's going to ruin the toy industry. You're bad and you should feel bad for it. But, but like I, I've seen, I've seen this in a lot of different star Wars circles, star Wars toy fan circles. People are not happy with Hasbro right now. Yeah, they shouldn't. Be. And, and they're being very vocal about it. And I understand why. I've been ge- I've been kind of giving them a pass and being like it can't be that bad <laughs> because their Fortnite is pretty pretty damn awesome. Uh, their Power Rangers are pretty consistently strong if they even if some of them are criminally underpainted. Uh, their GI Joe classifieds are generally strong if their arms don't fall off. Um, and their Transformers are also generally strong. Yes, they have suffered some quality control issues, but you're still looking at a lot of plastic and a lot of engineering for a very decent price compared to other toys on the market. Right. Uh, so when you look at all of those other brands that Hasbro is doing so well with and making such quality toys with, why why is Hasbro... Why Hasbro fucking Star Wars like this, huh? Why you like... putting Why you putting Star Wars on the pinball machine and fucking it? <laughs> oh no, huh, Hasbro? It doesn't want you to fuck it. Star Wars doesn't want to be on the pinball machine. It just wants to go home to a galaxy far, far away <laughs> and have a little blue milk in peace. Instead. You pull in his space dress up because we all know in underwear they don't wear space because George Lucas told Carrie Fisher that. So it's just pulling up the space dress and jamming it in. You said, you said, you said in said underwear it. they don't wear space. <laughs> yes. You know what? I stand by it. I stand by it. In underwear they don't wear space. And there ain't no space in that underwear because Hasbro fucking it. <laughs> Oh, Ain't no space Lord. in that underwear because Hasbro fucking it. You know, I, I will say this about Hasbro. I feel like they have forgotten how to do a three and three fourth inch line. I feel like they, that, they really you know, have. 
and, and I don't buy this this whole th- like the, you know the whole thing was like oh well the cost of plastic has gone up so the cost of three and three fourth inch figures with decent articulation and decent paint uh, that's going to be more expensive now so now it's got to be you know fourteen ninety nine or twelve ninety nine per figure I call bullshit because for the longest time they were releasing black series for like twenty bucks you know and then now it's like you know what twenty four or whatever the the price hikes are going to happen but between like 20 and 25 dollars they were releasing six inch figures that were extremely articulated extremely detailed and had great paint apps and you're telling me with less plastic it had to be more money it doesn't make fucking sense and really when they introduced black series was the intention not for them to be like the best six inch version of the character that Hasbro could do. Isn't yeah. that what they were pushing it as? Like the yeah. best paint apps, the best weapon selection. The weapons had paint on them. Now you're lucky if you get a weapon. Yeah. Well, if you get a weapon, you're going to have to pay more. Yeah. 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 I'm sure, the, I'm sure the, we'll the, get to that soon. The potato chip syndrome. You know what's shocking about all this is that Josh has a Star Wars rant. Because that has never happened before. Um, (laughs) And I'm not going to say it's Hasbro's fault. I'm going to say it's the Hasbro Star Wars team. Because if you look at like the Ghostbusters four inch figures. They're awesome. They can pull it off. It's the creative minds on the art team. You know, or not the art team, but like the creative directors of the Star Wars brand have no clue what to do with the property. They have like, there's nothing new that they can do in their mind, which is bullshit. Right. Uh, I, well, I feel like they put the same, at, you know, the same asses in charge of the uh, the three and three fourth inch GI Joe line because I I got a few of those GI Joes on clearance and for Christmas, and like the Stalker figure I got, it, he feels gummy as hell. Mm-hmm. And one of the three Cobra Troopers I got, as soon as I took him out of the package, his arm snapped off. Yeah, it's, those co- it's, it's the Cobra infantry. They just they, their arms just falling off. <laughs> I'm like, well, I mean, and not only that, but like the character is cross eyed as well. So it was like the paint app is terrible and his arm broke off right out of the package. His weapons are gummy. So I'm like, who is ma- why? Why did we get the the pursuit of Cobra line? what 10 years ago that was one of the best three and three fourth line three and three fourth inch lines ever made like as far as articulation paint accessories like new designs it wasn't just hey you had this in the 80s here it is again it was brand new versions of characters amazing freaking line the the vehicles were awesome and new designs and you know it was affordable and now they're like, hey, here's a guy you had before. Hope his arms don't fall off. <laughs> and, you know, I feel like I feel like the especially with the amount of three and three fourth inch Jazzwares Fortnite figures I've picked up. I. I just don't understand this. Yeah, because I, there are some that, yeah, the articulation leaves a little bit to be desired because maybe they didn't think through like the the arms or something but out of all of the jazzwares three and three fourth inch i've purchased and one of them uh uh, out of all of them that i've purchased which is way too many 
one had a problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was one of the, I think the, the most disappointing thing about it was it was one of the, the henchman chest sets, like the build a henchman. Yeah. Uh, and upon attaching one of the legs, the, uh, it fell off at the knee and I just had to kind of glue it together because it's double jointed and there was no way to proper repair it. Ah, that's so the knee still bends, but not at both joints, but, uh, but Hey, it still bends. Uh, but that's it like that and maybe a few wonky paint issues and the number of shared parts between the figures is so freaking minimal. Yeah. Uh, like each one is a unique sculpt for uh, what for the longest time they've been 10 bucks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe 12 depending on where you go for and they're a compl- always on uh, sale. Yeah. They're completely unique sculpts. They've got great articulation. They pop apart really well for customizing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Honestly, I think I, the I, most important thing about those Fortnite figures is they're playable. I they, I think they are the best three and three fourth inch line out there right now. Yeah. Yeah, I'll I'll agree. Uh, it's. Oh, go ahead. No, I was gonna say I. I th- this is the thing. It makes me miss. You know, the the early 2000s to like the 2010 where it was like we were getting quality three and three fourth inch figures. And like I said, my my favorite three and three fourth inch line of all time is the Pursuit of Cobra line, uh, specifically because all of those figures felt solid and playable like these Fortnite figures. But they were unique designs. They were interesting uh, character selection. They had great accessories. Like, I still can't get over some of the accessories that came out in that line. Like, freaking, uh, was it Jungle Viper or whatever his name was, the, the freaking sniper. It's insane. He's got an entire ghillie suit. It's and, so cool. And I remember, while I didn't buy a lot of them, I remember a lot of the Rise of Cobra line. And just the amount the amount of stuff you got yeah. per, in, in each package was insane. It was nuts. I, I, and again, like, this is just, I don't understand, is it licensing fees that's increasing Star Wars as much as it is? Because you can't tell me that. Josh, we're going to get to it later in the show, but there's a lot of reasons. Because you can't tell me, like, there's, there is no reason the Fortnite figures should have stronger articulation uh, more weapons with better paint apps, better paint apps on the figure, and a better price point than Star Wars. Yeah. It's well, nuts. There, there's no reason for that. We're going to dive in deep after the news about the rising cost of toys because it's pretty ridiculous. There's... On average, a 15% rise of uh, price. And just today when I bought uh, Masters Universe stuff, the regular $9 He-Man stuff is now $10.23. Which is just like minimal, but still everything is going up. Uh, It's the cost of plastic, but it's economics. And we'll get to it. Um, But before we do any of that, we have... 
tons and tons and tons and tons of news to get to because, like I said, Toy Fair. And then we'll come back to our crazy rants on Hasbro. But um, because I'd say I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. Fuck Hasbro. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, not sorry. Also, fuck Space Jam, too. but um because we have such a news heavy week we are going to skip our commercials for the first time ever so i apologize in advance josh you hear that what was that you want to answer your door i think somebody's knocking on your door josh Probably Hello. Go. Hi, Josh. It's your birthday. Happy birthday. It's me, Wiggles the Clown, Josh. I finally made it to your birthday. <laughs> Josh? Hello? I'm so confused. <laughs> hey, hey, um, so uh here's the deal. <laughs> I was supposed to come to your birthday party. When you turned 11, and I kind of got in a little teeny-weeny car accident, and I had to go to jail for a little while for some vehicular manslaughter charges, but it turns out I was innocent, okay? Because I yelled at those kids. I said, get out of the road. My brakes don't work. (laughs) And, uh, you know, they didn't, but it's their fault. I'm not a murderer. But it's me, Wiggles, the Hobo Clown. Hey! <laughs> Happy birthday! Oh, see, there's... Now, I've got the voicemail. I, I, You were praying to Jesus. All I want for my birthday is a Hobo Clown. That was you! <laughs> that... the Hobo Clown for your 11th birthday <laughs> in the mid-90s. Don't you remember? I think you might have the wrong kid. I'm I'm looking at the mail that I just stole, and this is one <laughs> Mr. Josh Hibbard, right? It, you've got the right jo- you've got Josh Hibbard, but it is not the right Josh Hibbard. Uh, I'm pretty sure you like hobo clowns with the big smiles and the fake whiskers and the balloon animals and the flower that squirts water in your face. Huh? Oh, happy birthday. Huh? I'm scared. Look, look, kid. Come on. Come on. I'm, just, I'm just a hobo clown trying to make make a living, you know? I got I got five kids to feed. Huh? Can I make you uh you know, can I throw a pie in your face? Your mom paid me good money in nineteen ninety four to come for your birthday party, so here I am. Hey! It's me! Uh, it's Wiggles the Clown. <laughs> okay, look, 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 look. I'll tell you what, man. I'll tell you what. Can I just use the bathroom and I'll be out of your hair? Yeah, okay. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> uh, happy birthday. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Holy crap. So, um... You guys ready for the news? <laughs> sure, why not? Sometimes you get an idea and you're like, I gotta try this before I realize it's really stupid. 
<laughs> Sounds better in your head. Oh my god, dude! I did not expect that at all. Um, holy crap! Well, it's it's Josh's birthday, <laughs> but it's not. But it's not. <laughs> no. <laughs> Don't worry about it. All right. Um, lots of news. Lots, 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 lots of news. Uh, I'm gonna start right off the bat. I couldn't sleep the other night, so I was watching video reviews of the new McFarlane Cygor, who has popped up in stores. Every single review has the exact same complaint, that his right arm, the elbow joint, is completely fused. Oh. Total McFarlane. You can't bend his arm. So essentially, you're going to pay 60 bucks for a figure that doesn't work right, because the product was rushed, and it sucks. And that's just the bulk of the problems. He has a diaper crotch that is too large for the figure. So no matter which way you bend him, there's a large gap somewhere on the body. Um, no changeable hands. And parts just kind of break off. Um, and this is just a long list of problems people are finding with all of the McFarlane products. Um, take that with a grain of salt. There's also news out there Uh the McFarland DC stuff was awarded toy of the year or some sort of like best-selling toy by some sort of online toy company. It turns out that McFarland was fudging the numbers to get that award. Uh, what was happening is that McFarland puts everything under the same assortment code. So that's how these guys were calculating the numbers. So say like transformers, every case assortment would have, this is case assortment X. This is case assortment Y. Everything McFarland has is the exact same box. So it's always case assortment one or whatever, the same number. So, of course, they have the highest selling number. And there's a spat with some of the Marvel Legends people fighting with McFarlane over. It. It's all really stupid uh, bragging rights kind of thing. But it's pretty funny if you want to read the back and forth of Todd being the ever consummate salesman and kind of making his own reality. But uh, it cracks me up. So. Right off the bat. From McFarland, you've got the Death in the Family Joker is a premium edition McFarland figure. I don't know what the hell that means. There's more paint or something. This is the Joker who has the face nailed to his head. And he comes with the battle axe. I don't remember that from the comic. But it's a Walmart exclusive. Hasbro has the new Dark Trooper from the Mandalorian. He's 34 bucks. Why? He's got jets for his feet or something i don't know what the logic is uh it's, the logic is you'll pay for it and that's what pisses me off yeah hasbro be fucking huge hasbro is getting greedy uh the new vintage collection price point for star wars figures is 14.99 the new marvel legends price point is 24.99 uh 14.99 is a little easier to swallow than the 24.99 up five dollars from the normal price point of $19.99. Uh, a lot of the Marvel Legends now are heavily featuring repacked characters or characters you have already with, like, one more point of articulation. They're pulling, like, a NECA on us uh, to get a Build-A-Figure part, which is something Hasbro did back in the earlier days of their time at Marvel Legends, and it's a little ridiculous. This is what happens. This is why people buy figures, take the Build-A-Figure piece out, and return it with, like, a Cheeto inside or something instead. Uh, the 
Bonebreaker Wave, which is a wave we're all excited about because it features the character Bonebreaker, who's a guy who has a tank for a lower half of his body. Uh, Siren, who is Banshee's sister. If you can picture Banshee, she's the one. He's the guy with the crazy scream. His mm. sister has the exact same feature. The figure has a closed mouth. Don't know why. Um, wow. <laughs> yeah. This wave also features Havoc, who's already come out before, and I think I mentioned this last episode, and another Wolverine with different colored claws. The Jabba's playset has been announced. It's $230. It comes with Fat <sighs> Lots of cardboard, lots of accessories, a throne. It's bullshit. It's complete bullshit. And how this gets greenlit and the Rancor doesn't, is completely beyond my grasp. Uh, this just stinks of Hasbro's greedy. Mm-hmm. The Black Series, this is probably the only cool thing Star Wars has done, in my opinion. The Black Series Warner Herzog is kind of trickling out there. You're going to buy it because it's Warner Herzog, not because of the Star Wars character in The Mandalorian. Uh, Super 7 has reaction McBain figures coming out, and this is the fictional McBain movie that they show trailers for in like the second or third season of the Simpsons. I think it's yeah. really, really cool. These look awesome. And I hope super seven keeps doing this kind of stuff, but there's two McBain's his dead partner and Senator Mendoza. Uh, they have teased parks and recreation, which I don't care about the electric mayhem band from the Muppets. I'm, I'm going to chime in and say that both Ruth and I are huge parks and rec fans. And, uh, from from what they were saying about the direction they're going with it, uh, it sounds like it's going to be pretty awesome because the team working on it uh, are hardcore Parks and Rec fans. And Brian Flynn gave them the direction of don't do characters that you think would sell because they're popular. Do characters that you would buy because you're hardcore fans. Then Little nice. Sebastian will be in the first wave. Yeah. Um. I think the Electric Mayhem Band is bigger news uh, if you're a Muppets collector because <clears throat> something that Super 7 does, they just get the characters they like right out the door because they never know when these licenses are going to go away, uh, which I appreciate. There is a DC Multiverse Gaming Wave coming from McFarland featuring Arkham Knight, Green Arrow, and the Reverse Flash. There is no Build-A-Figure, and McFarlane found a little sneaky way around the weapons issue with Arkham Knight. He comes with a grappling gun, which is the pistol with a little teeny grappling attachment that can go in the front and come off. So you can kind of have the Arkham Knight with a weapon. Uh, the Green Arrow and the Reverse Flash are from that McFarlane fighting game, not the McFarlane, the Mortal Kombat. Uh, mm. Whatever the hell... I like watching the videos. I've never played it. Um, Walmart's got a... It's got to be online only because I've never seen these in stores. These Sports Turtles reissues are coming out. So if you've lost the ones from when you were a kid or if you're a sucker, you'll buy those. McFarlane has Series 2 of Princess Bride figures. Uh, the only thing new about these, there's like battle damage characters or somebody with new accessory, is the little ball guy that says Inconceivable. Um mm. I don't know. I liked the movie as a kid, but I'm not an obsessive fan of it. There is, because Hasbro is sucking lately, a lame-ass kit-bash black chrysanthemum figure coming out that's essentially a Chewbacca body and some new armor and a new head. 
Black for Stanton, Josh, hold on, uh, is a much bigger Wookiee with a scar. They really didn't put a lot of effort into this. And it's fucking Hasbro. Wookiee racism. It is. It's Wookiee racism. <laughs> Not all Wookiees are the same. Come on, Hasbro. No. Wookiee racists. Uh, next, and I think next, more money. <laughs> next, they're going to tell me that, you know, Lobot is basically the same as C-3PO because they've got droid parts. Come on, Hasbro. Be better. Be part of the change. <laughs> um, Super 7 has the ultimates for the worst for Series 2. And it's Robot Reaper and Black Falcon. Where is Commander Cortex? He's the one that we all want because he is a Nazi brain and a robot guy uh, who happens to be gay. I, I would also happily buy Franken Ghost. Franken Ghost is the other one that I want. Uh, uh, that robot Reaper, I'm having a hard time not pulling the, the pre, pre-order trigger on. Uh, you know, the only thing that stopped me from doing it is that I know I want them all if I do that. Yeah. You know, the only reason I haven't pulled the trigger yet is because I've noticed that I've I've seen all of the Super 7 Ultimates that I've really been interested in available after the fact, like once they're actually shipping for retail. Yeah. Yeah, good point. It, it seems to be the case that, like, crushed box ones kind of pop up pretty quickly. Yeah. For a little bit cheaper, so just wait. Um, Hasbro, once again... To capitalize on the Mandalorian is putting out a bad batch Cad Bane who is just lazy. If you can't wait for the inevitable Boba Fett Cad Bane, this one's coming out. Mike, if you have not watched Boba Fett yet, I'm so sorry. Nope, I've I've caught up. <laughs> okay. Uh, McFarland is doing Eartha Kit, Catwoman, and Burgess Meredith Penguin along a boxing Batman and a boxing Riddler figure for series three of their Batman figures. Boss Fight, who is going to be mentioned a lot in this news dump, is doing one in one twelve superhero stuff from some sort of superhero comic line I've never heard before. Uh, but their Legends of Lucha Libre figures are pretty high quality. I have one of them. Uh, so I wouldn't, if you're a fan of the property, jump on it. Uh, strangely, Boss Fight's doing a ton of stuff, but they're not available at retail anywhere. So uh, good on them. Quasar, the kind of popular 70s and 80s Marvel character is exclusive to Walgreens, hasn't made it to the stores because of shipping problems, is now available on Walgreens.com. If you don't want to pay shipping, you can ship him to your nearest Walgreens store for free, which is what I did. NECA, who probably won the show at Toy Fair, started things off with a bang with a really, really, really cool looking Elton John figure. That seems to have a new, they're like Mego style body. It looks skinnier. He's got really tight fitting clothes. He comes with piano. Apparently he can float. I was very impressed by it. I'm not a huge Elton John fan, but if I was, this would be like a centerpiece kind of item. Uh, Storm Collectibles has announced they're doing Liu Kang to go with their Mortal Kombat stuff. I've always wanted these, can't afford them. But they're super cool. Um, Ultimates has a new Papa Muertes ghost figure from the band Ghost, who has a changeable profile so he can do his new head, where he's the guy with the mustache, that mask that he wears. Um, 
Ghost is a little too poppy for me, but I get it. I appreciate what they do. Um, Playmates and NECA are doing the last Ronin Ninja Turtles characters. Playmates looks like crap, as you would expect. I don't know why Playmates can't make good Ninja Turtles stuff lately. NECA's looks much better. This is a story I haven't read, but apparently it's three of the turtles had died and Michelangelo was the last one in this apocalyptic future. Mm-hmm. I like the concept. Um, boss fight again is doing King features. Josh. Oh no, I was just going to say that it's a uh, last Ronin is actually one I've been keeping up on. It's, it's really good. There is a shredder in that. Apparently NECA is making the shredder. Ooh. Uh, they, somebody asked him a neck and they said, yes, or on uh, Twitter. Uh, King Features is a licensing property that features like Flash Gordon, the Phantom, Zorro, all of those like radio serial uh, superheroes that your great grandfather loved. For whatever reason, they're available. All these toy companies are jumping on them. Boss Fights is doing them in their G.I. Joe scale with like the Phantom, Zorro, things like that. I don't know anybody. That is like clamoring for Flash Gordon merchandise, but there's so much of it out there. Um, so somebody is. I, it's not me. If it's I not will, the 81 movie, I'm not interested. I will say from what I've uh, been reading, apparently the uh, – I don't know about the the carded ones at Target because I haven't actually seen any reviews. But I saw a review pop up for the, uh, the boxed Walmart versions, mm-hmm. and they said that every – possible improvement has been made on them from the previous releases and that they almost feel like different figures because they're so much better uh also and apparent and apparently you can swap the phantom's head with that skull that's awesome uh he comes with his gun finally and they're on clearance at most of the walmarts already because nobody bought them um and the phantom is the one to get from that set NECA has two accessory set coming two accessory sets coming out the mummy's tomb and a gremlins playset they're both 40 bucks and i don't get the price the mummy's tomb is just one hunk of plastic and he comes with like a scroll and a treasure chest the gremlins set features stuff that they tried to put in a crate years ago so it's the jazzercise gremlin outfit gizmo in a race car one gremlin egg the mask to go over the gremlin's head so you can have the robber gremlin but without a gun and i guess you're supposed to pop the ears off a pre-existing gremlin figure because it doesn't come with one so it's basically some clothes and some crummy accessories that you're you know they could have put in anything uh and it's forty dollars and i'm not gonna buy it I, i have a lot of gremlin stuff but that's not worth it to me uh considering that you can get any of the other action figures for cheaper than that so it's just ridiculous and kind of greedy on NECA's behalf. I don't know why that they're that price. Uh, speaking of NECA, they showed off Toonie Terror's Season of the Witch 3-pack with the three Silver Shamrock kids. It looks awesome. I As you'd expect, that. I have yet to see a bad Toonie Terror's figure. Um, Playmates is doing Star Trek Prodigy figures. It's a show on Paramount Plus that I don't know anybody that watches it, but it's for kids who like Star Trek. Whatever. Uh, NECA has announced the Holothon, which is a month-long collector's event going on at Target. Uh, if you register to do their free giveaway, they have a rolling silhouette, like a flashing picture of different things that are going to be there. One of them is clearly Fugitoid, and two of the other ones, I think, are Toka and Razor. 
and there's like a stuffed elf and something Elvira. I'm going to assume that it's either the early release of the cloth Elvira or of the cloth Elvira in red, which is kind of like her always, if you're going to do a paint change on Elvira, it's that. Um, and if uh, if it's Fugitoid, it's going to be the Mirage Fugitoid, which does look pretty freaking awesome and has all new packaging art designed by Kevin Eastman. Yes, um, I kind of hope that this NECA Holothon, if they're not oversold the targets, if they're going to be a pain in the ass to get, I hope the exclusive Fugitoid is like glow in the dark or something. So if you don't get it, you'll be okay. Yeah. Um, we'll see. Mattel has announced that He-Man is doing really, really well. Better than expected. It is now back in Mattel's good graces as a tentpole line with Barbie and Hot Wheels. Um, which is why there are so many different He-Man skews out there now. And it's good for the line, which means you've got a lot of longevity. They have two cartoons and a movie coming out. Uh, I'd say that's a good, good thing. And it's kind of funny that Scott Knightlick couldn't pull this off, but this new team could. So whoever you are, pat yourselves on the back. And that's no knock against Scott Knightlick, but um, he didn't have the creative vision to kind of push the line in retail that these new guys do. They showed off the mummy Michelangelo figure and in line with the hunchback Leonardo and the Frankenstein's monster Raphael. This guy is awesome because he features a likeness of the rotting Ninja Turtle rubber head. That they kind of stuck in there. It's super awesome. Um, If you needed a reason to buy it, it's that. Uh, Let's see here. NECA is doing Mirage Rennet, who is the time traveler who is obsessed with Michelangelo, among other things. And this is just the beginning of them hinting they're doing comic book stuff. Mattel has showed off a plush battle cat because they love He-Man. There is a new Castle Grayskull for He-Man animated on Netflix. It actually looks pretty cool. There is a NECA Secret of the Ooze four-pack featuring the Turtles again with some extra accessories. The only thing that looked cool to me was there's a Raphael tape on his mouth and there's the wolf and the turtle and some extra doodads for your turtles. I think this is just a reason to get the turtles out again. Uh, Let's see here. Mezco Five Points has showed off Silent Hill. And the crow. Uh, let's see here. Their neck showed off two new dog things, which I'm assuming are in a two pack, and they look awesome, as you'd expect. Uh, Man, they better be a freaking two pack. Yeah, these look like a forty dollar two pack to me. Uh, who knows? There are more defenders of the earth characters coming out. I don't know who's buying these. Again, these are King Features toys, so. Uh, there's like a wizard, his assistant, and some sort of hologram gem monster. I'm old, but I'm not that old where I, I was a big fan of Defenders of the Earth. Um, Mezco is doing five points Scooby-Doo with this gigantic set featuring the gang, the mystery machine, and a bunch of monsters, and a haunted house. Um, I'm really excited, but I'm afraid of the price. Uh, nothing has gone up for sale yet. Mezco is doing a 112 collective Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow. They look awesome. NECA has announced that they are doing an animated two-pack of the Rock Soldiers. I kind of don't get this because the Rock Soldiers were one of the only animated sets that hung around a long time at Target. But they're doing more. 
there is the Turtle Gang two pack, which are like dudes with pegs on their heads dressed as turtles. Um, there is the leader of the Turtle Gang, Smash and Zach, who looks like this Burger King Kids Club kid. I don't remember him from the cartoon because I didn't really watch the cartoon that much as a kid. There is a Yusagi Yojimbo coming out. Does he come with that teleportation machine or is that just for the pitchers? Do you guys know? Mm, not sure. Sorry, they have not announced that yet. Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not sure if it's with him or with the obviously coming Turtle Layer playset. Yeah. And there's a lot of accessories they showed off that they weren't super clear where they're going. Uh, I'm going to say that goes to the Turtle Layer. Fugitoid, as Josh mentioned, which is Mirage Fugitoid, who is a beloved Mirage Turtles character, is getting a figure. They're as cool as this is. I thought this was the coolest reveal of the Mirage Utron. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Uh, They showed off Mirage Casey Jones, or they teased him. And then they're like, oh, by the way, we're going to do Archie characters, which I think we all read Archie's Ninja Turtles stuff more than the Mirage. As kids, yeah, so, I read both. <laughs> Archie was my start. Then I kind of, as I got older, I read the Mirage. Uh, they're doing Slash, Ray Filet, Jaguar, and Dreadmont because they're doing the Mutanimals, which is awesome. Uh, NECA showed off the rest of the Gargoyles, so they're doing all the Gargoyles now, and I can only assume that they'll be repainting them with their stone versions because this is NECA. Um, and some other ancillary characters. Uh, I find it kind of odd that they got all the main characters out the door right out the bat because NECA likes to milk things. But whatever. Uh, Boss White Studios, once again, is doing Court of the Dead. And instead of kind of just making straight-up zombies, they're like high-concept, fancy. I like the idea, but uh, not for me. I think they look really cool. They're cool, but like, I don't know if I'm going to buy them. Uh, I've always liked the Sideshow Court of the Dead stuff, but it's always a little more expensive than I'm willing to spend. I love zombies. Um, Living Dead Dolls is doing the Father's Day in uh, <laughs> from Creepshow, which is super cool. So it's a riding corpse with a head on a plate. They're doing a Five Points Crow. Uh, looks really cool, but I think the Reaction Crow is better because their Five Points figures are really detailed. So it's kind of like take it or leave it. Uh, McFarlane showed off the new deluxe Predator to Shaman Predator. And what they've been doing, if the character has a mask, they're taking, giving you a separate head with the mask off, making it look cool, giving him extra weapons. If he had his mask off, they're giving him a cool new mask that you haven't seen before. The Shaman Predator has this big wolf skull thing going on. Also, looks- just, uh, sorry to interrupt, just a quick correction. The yes. uh, Army Builder two-packs are actually a uh, Crooked Turtle Gang and Rock Soldier together. Okay, cool. Never mind. I thought it was two of each. Uh, I did too, but I just uh, I was just scrolling and I saw someone posted the uh, the pre-order dates for everything. And uh, they had the, the official NECA picture of the Rock Soldier and Crooked Ninja. Cool. Uh, I know a lot of people are like, they like these, but they're diving a little too deep. Uh, for some of these animated stuff. But I think the Archie characters will bring them back in. Uh, so yeah, the Shaman Predator comes with some new accessories, new head, blah, blah, blah. Mezco has got the Ninja Turtles. They're doing them in the 112 collective scale. They're cool. 
there are nothing in particular. They sort of look like Mirage Turtles, but they've got the colored bandanas. So I can only hope that they come with an all red bandana version too. Uh, that would be sweet. I wouldn't throw the past uh, Mezco to do like the black and white versions or something. Uh, Toonie Terrors, American Werewolf in London, two pack has been shown off with the Kessler Wolf and Meatloaf. Meatloaf Jack. I always call him Meatloaf. Um, looks super cool. Uh, yeah, I think Jack's, I really want that. Jack's paint's a little weird, but I get that he has to have a Toonie look. And today, there's kind of a disappointing Marvel Legends panel where they shared Marvel Legends news. Only things of note, there is a carded animated Rhino figure coming out, which is the same as a Build-A-Figure Rhino with two new heads. There is the Future Foundation Spider-Man, which is a comic from a few years ago where Fantastic Four got a new coat of paint. Spider-Man joined him. This is how he looked with the colors reversed. Yippee. Uh, they've announced there's a new uh, wave of what-if figures. We can only hope that there will be more zombies, but the Build-A-Figure will be Ultron, uh, who is the big bad of that series. They're doing an animated VHS tape, Storm, who have, features a new head and new lightning fingers, and they had a Build-A-Figure controller, who's kind of a Kirby-esque character from the 60s, wave featuring entirely comic book characters. You get Blue Marvel, a new Iron Man, a new Thor, Speedball from uh, the Defenders. New Warriors. Or New Warriors, sorry. I was called the New Defenders. Looks cool. Lady Hydra, who's been out before. This one has updated articulation. U.S. Agent, who's been out before. With, again, updated articulation. A Maria Hill Quake 2-pack, which is like different heads. Maria Hill's been out. Quake hasn't. And the controller, which is Thanos' body with like a new hand and a new head. Eh. Pretty disappointing. Uh, they said they have all the Spider-Man No Way Home stuff is coming. They have nothing to show because Sony and Marvel wouldn't let them know about the spoilers either so they could make toys. They kept it as secret as possible. They did the best they could. Um, so they didn't find out until much later. So you've got that prerequisite months and months of waiting as they develop the toys and get them out. I would have guessed that the earliest you'll see them is by Christmas next year and that's probably being <laughs> wishful yeah that sounds about right what did i miss because there was a lot of news and i feel like i missed something um <laughs> i don't know that seemed like you covered everything i saw the, any transformer the only, news nothing nothing so far which is kind of surprising has were uh is definitely due to do some sort of transformers event because i think i don't think we officially know anything that's coming past legacy wave one yeah i know there have been leaks uh but uh i think the only things that i saw that i i didn't necessarily hear you mention uh as far as toys go uh i may have missed it but did you mention that uh boss fight uh, has shown off uh, both Wave 1 and the up, uh, now officially announced Wave 2 for the Umbrella Academy. No, I forgot to mention that. Um, the only reason that I'm as interested in that as I am is because I will definitely buy Pogo because uh, I will take any excuse to buy a small uh, monkey in a suit. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I haven't watched Umbrella Academy, but that character is super cool. And, uh, you know, it's pretty freaking fun, but 
I will that's... also excitedly buy the guy with the goldfish head. Yes, he's got that a I would fish Chippendale quality to him. Yeah, he's he's super fun. Um, and the only other thing I can think of, uh, granted, there's been a lot of weird Lego news, but I think the only thing really worth mentioning is this morning they officially unveiled what is uh, probably the first bit of anything from Thor Love or Thunder. Yeah. Which is the Thor goat boat, yeah. which is uh, exactly, uh, probably weirdly exactly what you're thinking. It's like a Viking longship being towed by two weird looking goats. Yep. Uh, and it comes with uh, Thor, the mighty Thor, which is Jane, uh, Korg, and oh, I, who is the villain in this? I can't remember. <sighs> Weird mummy Christian Bale. Yeah. Guy. Yeah. And some goats. But uh, I don't know. It looks just the right amount of weird for me. I'm whatever Taika YTT decides to do with Thor, I'm I'm on board with. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. After Ragnarok. Yep. Just to keep making them. Yeah. I'm curious if Loki's going to be in it. I would I, I would wager not. I'm going to say no, too. I think he's out of time until this whole Kang thing revolves, you know, resolves itself. But we'll it's, see. Mike, you you watched all of Loki, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, then it it you know Loki's just he's he's in another time on a jet ski with uh, <laughs> he he's with Owen Wilson eating some you know it's it's pretty it's pretty good spaghetti yeah wow. <laughs> <laughs> hey josh oh god josh uh, josh so uh, um you got any extra toilet paper josh <laughs> you know so i'm a hobo clown and I, I i like to live the life and eat baked beans and you know Sometimes baked beans just don't come with bacon. And I found some in a dumpster behind Walmart. And whoo boy, let me tell you. I think I got food poisoning or a tapeworm or, or something. Uh, 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 uh. So, Josh, uh, seriously, you got like, I, I'm going to use the toilet paper roll here, but uh, maybe like my sock. You want a balloon animal by any chance? I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, tell you a secret. Yeah? I'm gonna lock the door and light the bathroom on fire. <laughs> but, but Josh, it's your birthday. I don't like clowns. <laughs> I'm Wiggles the birthday clown, and I'm ruining your bathroom. <laughs> uh, I don't trust them. I think they're sent from other places, and they have untrustworthy faces, which why why they paint a smile on them. So no matter what, they're smiling at you. And then when they come towards you, they're smiling. But it's unnatural. Unnatural like the devil. You're the devil. And I'm just here to wish you a happy 12th birthday. Jesus H. Jehoshaphat Christ. Josh, I'm sorry that I have explosive diarrhea from dumpster bacon. Okay? But I'm here to give you a happy birthday and blow up some balloon animals. And... 
No, I didn't wash my hands. But look, you want a snake? A giraffe? How about a sword? Or a crown or something? A poodle on a rope? Hangs itself? Because it's your birthday. Huh? Can I make you some baked beans? I would like the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ on the cross. <laughs> Listen, Josh, is your mom home? She is not. Is she? She not home? Is does your mom happen to be a large gypsy woman by any chance? She is not. Hmm. Because that would be awkward. But uh, okay. Confused. It seemed like such a good idea in my head. <laughs> we should have stuck to Kermit the Frog. <laughs> you know, the, I was bought a bike for him like a dipshit. <laughs> oh, fuck. The thing that got me was you're the devil. <laughs> you really hate clowns, Josh. I, I, you know, it. There was a long period of time where, uh, as a child, I, I really uh, did not like or trust clowns because I, Same. I didn't trust the fact that they were smiling all the time, uh, and the frowning ones were even worse because why are they frowning? You know, I, I listened to this horrible podcast last week about this great circus fire that happened in the 1930s or 40s where Wrigling Brothers and Barnum and Bailey were like going through this town and to waterproof the big top they were coating their tarps with paraffin wax and gasoline and somebody threw a cigarette at the big top and it caught fire everybody got trapped on the inside as it turned into like this gigantic melting candle and like hundreds of people died. And the only people that could try to save the day were the hobo clowns who weren't part of the big top act. So there's like all these pictures of people being burnt alive with hobo clowns trying to save them. That's terrifying. You know, I'm going to wager to bet. I'm going to wager to say that uh, the hobo clowns were helping because they felt guilty for starting the fire. Happy birthday, Josh! <laughs> they felt felt guilty. They What'd started you ask the fire for your birthday. Did you ask for a new daddy? Because I can help with that. I asked for a purity ring. <laughs> oh God! I had to I had to go weird right back with it. <laughs> Your general demeanor is just like get out of my head right now. <laughs> I'm not amused. Um, so I have in our notes that we should talk about horror T-shirts. Have we talked about horror T-shirts? I uh, know we talked about horror posters or just posters in general. I don't think we talked about horror T-shirts. Yeah, I don't think so. It's something you have to have as a horror fan, in my opinion. Somehow, at some point, Josh, I don't know if you're big into t-shirts. You seem to be more of a button-up kind of guy. I've got a lot of t-shirts. Got a lot of horror shirts? I've got way too many shirts in general, but I also have a lot of horror shirts. Me too. Mike, you've got to have several. Believe it or not, I don't. Really? Um, Yeah, you know, because here's the thing about being a fat guy. (laughs) 
a lot of places stop at 2x. Um, and a lot of times when they do go up, they forget to go tall. So it's you need wide. that length to tuck it in. It well, not only that, but you know, I'm I'm almost six foot, so it's like when you have uh, you know you have a 2x shirt that kind of if you yawn it like rolls up like a taunt curtain. You know, (laughs) you you don't want that. So I have I have a couple um, that uh, I got in. um, It was one of the loot crates. I I forget which horror block when I was doing that. Um, I have one that's like an ugly uh, Cthulhu sweater type thing, ugly Christmas sweater type thing. But it's Mm -hmm. a T-shirt. Um, and then I have a Halloween one that my wife usurped because she likes sleeping in it. So <laughs> that's really about all I have. I, I, I'm not one for, for t-shirts. Um, now I do have a Return of the Living Dead button down that's like a Hawaiian shirt that is really cool. Oh, is that the Freight Rags one? Yes. Yeah, that one is nice. Problem is, I don't really have many places to wear it because I can't really wear it to work. So <laughs> it's like, and I don't really go many places outside of work where I'm wearing it just like a button down. Usually I'm just like running to the store in a hoodie. So, Josh, what are some of your favorites? Uh, you know, one of which uh, I, I think I actually told you guys the ridiculous story about it's the, um, the thing shirt that I have. Okay. That it it absolutely like it's done in a style to kind of sorry I'm hearing a weird noise. I think one of the cats is doing something. Uh it's done in like a weird almost metal t-shirt style. Uh but the thing is the when I bought it, the girl in the shop that was working was trying to tell me that it was not a John Carpenter's the thing shirt. Oh, I remember this uh, story. <laughs> it's it's a shirt for a metal band. Uh, and, uh, and like it's clearly it's clearly a John Carpenter's The Thing shirt. Yeah. It's just like it's it's very much done in a metal band style. But she was like she point blank she was like uh no. John Carpenter's The Thing isn't licensed to be on t-shirts. That's a metal band. Oh, shut the fuck up. And it was just one of those like, yeah, okay, then just sell me the fucking stupid metal band T-shirt. Yeah, <laughs> like just just sell it to me. I don't care what you think it is. I know what it is. Just sell it to me. Uh, that's one of my favorites, just because uh, it really it really does uh, look like a metal band T-shirt. So at first glance, it's just like, what is that? Sh- oh, that's the thing. That's awesome. Uh, so I really like that it's. Uh, it isn't immediately just like, oh, it's John Carpenter's The Thing. It isn't just the logo. It isn't necessarily any iconic image. Uh, it's it's sort of just like a weird collage mashup shirt. Mm-hmm. But I like it. Uh, and other than that, like, man, I am a sucker. Anytime I'm in Walmart and they have those, like, $5 t-shirt racks. Yep. Or um, Five Below. Like, if there's a horror one, I'll snatch it. It's it's basically just like five dollar t shirt. Yep, absolutely. Halloween, Nightmare on Elm Street. Yep, definitely. I have been doing it since high school when I bought stuff from Rotten Cotton. 
because they were like the mail order catalog in the back of Fangoria. And you had to send like a self-addressed stamped envelope to get like a catalog in the mail. And like, I don't know why. I mean, all horror fans do this. Thank God for the Internet. And that it's like acceptable to be a fan of horror movies. And that's like a very popular fandom now. But back in the 90s, it wasn't. But that was always my way of like wearing what I am to try to find other people who are into the same thing as me. But I would go like really extreme in punk rock and get like the one that I got in the most trouble for was I had a dead alive t-shirt with in big red letters in the back. It said, I kick ass for the Lord. <laughs> and I remember the shirt was brain damage. Was it brain damage? Yeah, it was yeah. brain damage. Cause it was like original to the movie and it was being snooty. And I, you know, you really can't tell what's on the front, but the back and big red letters. And the school that I went to was very, very Christian. So there was this youth group that was like a gang in the school that most of the kids were a part of. And they're always trying to pull the people in and prosthesize. I mispronounced that, but you know what I mean? And I was walking through the hallways and a bunch of kids who normally would like go another way to beat me up, stop me. And they're like, you know what, man, we kick ass for Jesus, too. That's really awesome. And I was just like, you don't get it. Like, I didn't say anything because I would have gotten my <laughs> ass kicked. But then I didn't wear the shirt anymore because nobody was understanding of what it meant. Um. <laughs> I had like, God, even before that, I had like Fanico t-shirts. So I had uh, Gore Shriek, which is the awesome uh, Fanico horror comic. And like Chas Balin uh, did artwork for it, did writing. Uh, I had a Night of Living Dead shirt that I still have that was like small and it fit me back then. Um, this really cool. I see these like I'm going to be fitting into a small ever again, which is never going to happen. Um, this red t-shirt that had that wood carving of Vlad the Impaler or like he's impaling everybody. Mm -hmm. Uh, it was a red t-shirt when that was in black and it looked really cool. So, you know, like I'm a kid in junior high and high school with these t-shirts and I thought it was like the coolest kid in the world at a, a smiley face with a bullet hole in it. But now I have because of Rochester tons and tons and tons of fry rag shirts. And like Josh, like the day after Halloween at Walmart or Kohl's, there's all kinds of awesome shirts like halloween 3 was a big thing last year so i have like silver shamrock shirts from kohl's of all places yeah actually <laughs> you know? ruth, ruth has grabbed me uh, a few really cool horror t-shirts from from kohl's one was like i like one of the like almost like andy warhol multicolor prints of uh jason yeah i have oh, one nice. of frankenstein that's that same style of like the four different bright Colors, neon yeah. colors, yeah. Yeah, like, horror t-shirts are the cool thing now. And, like, horror hoodies, uh, old horror shirts, if you have them, are worth a lot of money. I mean, there's the classic What Would Jason Do shirt that is probably widely considered the greatest horror t-shirt of all time. Because you know it when you see it at any horror convention. You can't go to horror conventions without t-shirt people. Just like the bootleg DVD guys or the VHS tape guys, there's always several people selling t-shirts yeah. um and you know what mike it's bullshit that they don't make them in like in big and tall yeah i know right <laughs> because <laughs> it's, not it's even like not even that what if you have big boobs again you need extra material to cover for that <laughs> right or it's going to be pulling up it's not fair it sucks <laughs> yeah that's 
or you wear button down shirts, but it's like if you just want to like your day off and you wanted to rock, you know, a gate t shirt, you can't. Yep. It's bullshit because they don't come in big and tall sizes or they feel like you should pay twice the price, which is also bullshit. And see, that's the other thing is like the ones I have found. It's like, hey, here's, you know, 30 bucks for this T-shirt. Here's 80 bucks for this T-shirt. I'm like, yeah, it ain't going to happen. Yeah. Like, go fuck yourself. I can go buy a transformer and just wear a hoodie. <laughs> right. And look just as cool. So fuck you. Because, you know, you just put buttons on it or whatever your flair. <laughs> And I kind of feel like a dick for bringing this topic up because I didn't consider that. Mike, I'm sorry. Oh no, hey dude, no worries. That, that's the thing. Most of my <clears throat> most of my friends are huge horror buffs, and they have tons of cool horror T-shirts. So I like, I totally get it. It, I mean, it's definitely a, a big collector market. But I mean, like the Street Fighter Two that is this universe, you are the Zangief. So like, <laughs> you're the bigger guy that they don't make the T-shirt for. You just have to. You're expected to walk around in your underwear all the time. It's bullshit. Yep. <laughs> hey there's your analogy for today i i would say i'm more of the e-honda <laughs> ah, blanca i'm, I'm a bigger blanca. I'm, I'm, I'm big but i'm way faster than you would expect <laughs> <laughs> you could fly across the room and headbutt us <laughs> <laughs> ask ask Susie her experiences with me at, at uh at haunted houses <laughs> you've mentioned like several times (laughs) (laughs) Uh, lightning i mean you already know how i handle haunted houses (laughs) (laughs) josh freezes in place um i am not fast (laughs) i am not athletic (laughs) and i have no stamina so yeah if there's some sort of catastrophe if i can't hide my way out of it I'm dead. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, if I can't hide my... I just pictured someone going, fire, and you ducking behind a trash can. Pretty much. Like, I am going to do the Indiana Jones refrigerator way out of everything if I can. <laughs> oh, that's... that. I don't know why that made me laugh so hard, but that really got me. <laughs> <But> anyways. <laughs> um... Oh, damn. Yeah. Hey, Josh. <laughs> Josh? Have you brought me my charity ring? Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's your birthday, man. You guys like games. I like yeah? the game of staying pure. Did you bring me my charity ring? <laughs> hey, Mike, what about you? Do you like games? Do you like birthday games <laughs> from clowns? Uh, clowns actually kind of terrify me. <laughs> Let's play my favorite game. What's wiggling? You want to play what's wiggling? Oh, God, that sounds horrible. <laughs> Here's what we do. I'm going to turn the lights off. And you guys have to guess what's wiggling just by using your other senses, except for the sense of sight. What do you think? I can do that. Because you know, I'm pure. Smell, sound, touch. You want to play my favorite game? What's wiggling? <laughs> huh? We shall say it, and I shall be pure. Here we go. Wiggle, 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 wiggle. What's that, Josh? What's that? Wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. That sounds wiggle. like Cardi B. Wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. <laughs> Are you wiggling Cardi B? It's my big toe. Oh. You want to try again? Sounds... The first winner gets a prize. 
Yes. Eh? Wiggle, 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 wiggle. Oh, Mike, what's I know that? that? Mike, I'm poking you. Mike, <laughs> wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. I'm afraid to guess. It's a balloon animal. Oh, thank God. Isn't this the best game? What's wiggling? Huh? I don't like any part of it. <laughs> I like the way Cardi B wiggles. It's like she has a bottom full of pudding. <laughs> All right, one more time. We got to have a winner here because I got a bag full of prizes. Just hold your hands out, okay, guys? That's a scrotum. That's not okay. Oh, I know that. That's a snack I had many times as a child. That's that's a milk-covered hot dog. (laughs) (laughs) Any guesses? Wiggle. Is that is that a puppy? <laughs> is, that a, is that a fat puppy? <laughs> okay, guys, tell your parents, and I'll kill them. See you later. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. MacBook. So, <laughs> Here's something funny. This character will never come back. <laughs> In my mind, it was funny, not objectively terrifying. (laughs) So we're done with it. (laughs) I'm not bringing Wiggles the Clown back. I hope everybody enjoyed it. Oh, Lord. (laughs) Hope everyone enjoyed the weird purity child as well. Yeah. I, I Josh just kind of shut down and was like, <laughs> okay, um, toys are more expensive, a lot more expensive. And you might go to the store and wonder why is this still cheap and this is still expensive. There's lots of things going on. Yes, things cost more to make because of COVID, because of the economy, because of the cost of plastic, because of war in the Ukraine, because of everything. And that is making things more expensive. But there's other reasons behind that. Stores are selling less, but they have a precedent of selling more. So you have an established line like Star Wars, like Marvel Legends, like Transformers, where these salespeople and these retailers want to meet the same margins that they met prior to COVID. The only way they can do that if they're selling less product is to increase the price and hope to make up the difference. Where you have a line that isn't established as a seller, like Fortnite, who is relatively new within the scape of things, scope of things, I'm sorry, they don't have that weight of, you guys have always brought us this much money, and we want to continue to have you bring this much money, or we're going to take your space away at retail. Um, And you've also got these companies being greedy, because again, they're selling less product, but they want to make the same profits. Way to do that is to up the prices and just assume that your base of customers is going to continue buying at the same rate that they have. But that problem is things cost more more money. We're making less. Therefore, we're going to buy less. I don't know about you guys. I'm making cuts. Oh, absolutely. That's, in my this mental is, budgeting. This is something I've never understood. I've never understood this line of thinking 
when it comes to big business where it's like we're selling less so increase the price and that'll make up the cost if you're already selling less people are not going to spend more to to cover that difference they're actually going to spend less like i know every time that's happened i've spent less because i'm like i'm not willing to to part with my money for that no yeah and the especially as mentioned with star wars the quality is not consistently good enough to warrant that price right i i will say that the one uh the one hasbro product that it, the 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 increase in price i will still continue to buy our transformers because ever since getting into them with Siege, I have been consistently impressed, even with some of the problems I've had. Because there's been a few where there's been a problem here or there. But I'm still willing to spend a little bit more on a Transformer. Because as Josh mentioned, the amount of engineering that goes into it. And when it's a figure like the uh, aforementioned uh, Studio Series Soundwave, where it's just a really great figure plus it transforms, the price doesn't really bother me. If it's yeah. if it's that solid of a figure um, or like the Kingdom Blaster, I thought Blaster was a fantastic figure. You know, he looks great in his in his alt mode, too. I mean, it looks like classic Blaster, but just as a figure, a well articulated, well sculpted, well painted figure, he's awesome. So, again, the price doesn't bother me. But with something like Star Wars Black Series, I like the Black Series figures I have. But I'm having a really hard time with that that dark trooper dropping thirty five bucks. Like, I want it, but I don't know if I thirty five dollar want it. No, like there there is no reason a deluxe Black Series Star Wars figure like that should be so close in price to a Transformers Voyager. Agreed. That's uh, that's ridiculous. And like, and unless that dark trooper's huge. I yeah. don't understand the price. Like he would have to tower over the other figures. And Something he, if, you, you did mention, Mike, with Blaster, he came with a tape, which hasn't happened to Soundwave in a while. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Came with a tape and a blaster. Yeah. Yep. And and what was he? He was thirty bucks, right? Yeah, I remember that correctly. Mm -hmm. He's a really solid Voyager, too. Like, he's got yeah. a lot of really. I, I'm amazed he shares no parts with Soundwave. Yeah, me too. But I'm also amazed, amazed that Eject is totally unique. Yeah, he really is. Because I was expecting like a, a redo of uh, Rumble. Yeah, you know, same. But, but no, he's totally he's totally his own thing. But this, this again, Transformers kind of proves that Hasbro can do this. They're just choosing not to because because let's look at the um, what are the, the little guys called the the ten dollar price point figures called Josh, you know the, uh, the sound core wave. class core class thank you I always call them the legends class but that's the step below that yeah if you look at okay so you look at the core class figures now specifically with the Soundwave and Optimus that we got those are great three and three fourth inch figures like in their own right, just as little action figures, plenty of articulation, plenty of details. They look fantastic, but they also transform and they're 10 bucks. Yeah, they come. They come with accessories, all that. It's doable. There is no reason why you can't give us a freaking uh, Star Wars figure 
the three and three fourth inch Star Wars figure for even twelve dollars. You know, like, OK, you got to pay the licensing fee, whatever. Twelve. Why does it have to go up to 15 bucks? Yeah. And the and, you know, I I grabbed the. Uh, the core class shockwave recently, uh, yeah. I meant to mention that during show and tell, but, you know, I got to say, I'm not I'm never crazy about shockwave as an H tank. Yeah, uh, I, I'm just not crazy about the H tank designs in general. I feel like they're very lazy as far as transformers go. Yeah, uh, that being said, it he transforms really, really well. All of the parts lock in really, really well. And it's an awesome little shockwave. Uh, and it does the really uh, well. I'm not normally crazy about this. It does uh, the Michael Bay shockwave thing where the blaster arm is just a blaster, but it can clip on the arm in such a way that it looks like classic blaster arm. But yeah. if you want a little like two arm shockwave, or if you want to switch up the blaster arm, it's a great little three and three fourth inch shockwave. Uh, and that also means that you've got the classic four core decepticons already done yeah like sure i'd like a shockwave that turns into a gun and looks a little more g1-ish but he looks great with megatron soundwave and uh starscream yeah see that and that's the thing like we, we see this again and again like the the transformers line is a great example of getting quality for the price and then you, you flip over to a licensed property like Star Wars and it's crap and it's it's really unacceptable. But then on, on the same token, you look at McFarlane and I know McFarlane's kind of hit and miss. But for the most part, all of the figures I've gotten from McFarlane since his like, you know, coming back, I should say, um, I've been consistently impressed with. And for the price, it's kind of crazy. Like, you know, that yeah. Violator figure. Yeah, it's fifty dollars. But that thing, like I said, it's such a heavy hunk of plastic. You could kill a man with it. Like, you know, it's it's impressive. And then again, all of the the, D, the DC figures I have from from McFarlane, I've been consistently impressed. I've had no problems, no breakage, no no issues. The Warhammer figures I love. I, I have not a single complaint with those except the uh, like I said, the orc. I couldn't get the backpack in for a while. Like I had to struggle with it. But once I got it in, it was fine. Um, yeah, but, that I gotta say that violator for a fifty dollar price point when you hold that up against like the fifty dollar Voyager class, yeah, that's one of the very very rare cases where that toy is heavier than any other fifty dollar toy on the market right now. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, I mean, McFarlane is is dumping some some quality figures into the market, and I and I get it. There's some figures where the plastic is a little crappy uh we talked about the whole cygor thing where the joints are seized and there there's some problems um so i'm not saying that his quality control is perfect but the fact that you can get for 40 bucks you can go and buy superman versus freaking doomsday with a display base for 40 dollars and then 35 dollars for a single figure from hasbro that's yeah. ridiculous uh it's side note Mike, I, I know you haven't finished this yet, so I'll I'll be vague with anything I want to say about it just to be safe. But uh, I don't understand why McFarlane or someone isn't getting in on the Peacemaker series figures. Oh, I actually did just finish it last night. Oh, did I, you? Uh, OK. Yeah, I just. OK, well, I'll still I, be I, vague. 
I've heard uh, that the finale has some awesome cameos. Yeah, oh, I, won't, I won't say anything. Don't, don't, I don't want to. Oh, no, I'm I'm just saying it in the respect of, like, it is a very solid finale. Uh, yeah. But, like, I, this is a rare case where I feel like it's, the series was so fun, and all of the characters were so well fleshed out. If they did a three and three-fourths inch line, hell, I'd buy Economos in a heartbeat. Yeah. Oh, yeah, if these were three and three-fourth inch, like, I'd get the whole team. Yeah. Absolutely. Hell, I'd get the whole team and the van. (laughs) You know, it was it was a great it was a great series and every character was fun. Yeah, honestly, I'd be hard pressed to think of a character I wouldn't buy from it other than like maybe general Nazis. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say the the KKK guys. Yeah, yeah, okay, I'd have a hard time buying that. But uh, but But I'd still buy White Dragon. Oh, yeah. Well, you, you need a bad guy to kill. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But uh, I bet that it's just a matter of time. I'm going to guess that because the other DC TV shows haven't been big deals, except for stuff on the WB and even that sort of eh, uh, that they just thought that it wouldn't be there. You didn't need their attention. And they dumped all of it into the new Batman movie, not expecting Peacemaker to be as good as it was. I would bet that in pretty short time you're going to see them re-releasing the Suicide Squad. Yep. John Cena Peacemaker figure to kind of hold people over until they can get actual TV show stuff out. Just my I, guess. I want uh, only because they're also doing the like the the upcoming movie. I want Spin Master to do three and three fourth inch Peacemaker stuff. Yeah, <laughs> oh, <laughs> cool. I would love that. Like I, I, that, I want a three and three fourth inch Vigilante really bad. Yes. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, I've almost picked up Squirrel Suit Batman because he's so stupid. (laughs) From the new Batman. There's a Batman, so there's not a lot of characters in the new Batman movie if the toys are any indicator. So you've got Penguin, Riddler, Batman, Catwoman, and Alfred. Like, there's not a lot to go on, or Commissioner Gordon. Um, So there's a lot of Batmans, Batman with mask, Batman without mask. Like, they're not really being very creative. But one of the figures Spin Masters is doing is Squirrel Suit Batman, which is just the regular Batman figure with this like clip on parachute that clips onto his wrists and his legs. Yeah, because he does the squirrel suit thing where he's like flying between buildings like they did in the Dark Knight. In this. So it's just like this is so bizarre. I kind of want it. Um, yeah, and they all have instead that. of instead of the cops, instead of guns have taser guns so they're like red and shaped a little weird but i think it's like everybody's trying to find creative ways around the gun problem uh with dc yeah anyways you know know what they should just do some company like freaking uh well hell i mean jazzware should should do it for the well they already do with Fortnite, but they should just release general gun packs (laughs) like just call it the armory line and release like blister cards of different three and three fourth inch and six inch guns. Yeah. yeah. Well, the arcade machines or the pinatas from Fortnite. Yeah. But the arcade machines is like 12 bucks for two guns and an accessory specifically designed around Fortnite. I'm just saying like, give us general actual weaponry. Like here's a desert Eagle. Here's an M16 and AK 47, you know, the, yeah, just like, yeah. <laughs> well, look, if you're an adult man child and you want, good weapons for a cheap price just head to dollar tree 
and pick this up is true. Uh, any of their like little Rambo sets have good guns or the uh, Jesus um, Final Faction figures. I haven't been to a Dollar Tree in a while. I wonder if there's stuff out. But um, yeah, it's not too hard if you're creative. You know, side note, I don't know how I missed this. I'm sure this came out a while ago, but I just happened to be scrolling through Big Bad Toy Store. Um, did you know that there was a King Zombie figure from Dead World? No. It, it's, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's expensive as hell. It's 150 bucks. It's, I think I know about this. But I just happened to see it. I'm like, what the hell? Why didn't I? Because I love Dead World. I and mean, he's I'm the gonna... only like consistent character. Right. I mean, I'm not going to spend $150 on a figure, but yeah. it's freaking nice looking. King Zombie or like Zeke would be cool. Um, That's wow. All right. Sorry to, to sideline the show for a second. I was just like, what? Um, What are you guys not going to be buying? Is there just like an entire line? Like Funkos are pretty much going the way of the dinosaur for me. I think I'm going to be buying less than five a year. Um, just I think, to make I, cuts, to make room to buy the other things that I like. You know, like I'm not going to buy any Revelations He-Man unless it's a new character. Yeah. Oh, I think I made mine fairly clear. Yeah. Like. <laughs> Star Wars Black Series? Nah. Not doing it. I'm not going to go all in on NECA stuff anymore. That's that's my big thing, is NECA, they got me with the Toonie Terrors, and I will finish the Ultimates Jason line. Like, no, the, like any more Ultimate Jason figures they put out, I will continually buy. Um, but as far as, like, all the different horror properties and Ultimates and Ninja Turtles and all that, the Ninja Turtles, I'm being very picky with. Yep. Um, they're gonna get me with the Archie comics. I'm just gonna say it. Like I, I missed out on the Mirage stuff early on, so I'm, I I feel like I can cherry pick that line and still be okay. Like I, I'm like an Utrom or a Fugitoid. Be like, all right, I'm good, because uh, I don't have the four uh, Mirage turtles. But the Archie stuff, getting in on the ground floor, especially um, the Mutanimals, like, man, I, I loved, <laughs> I loved those comics. And like me and Josh were talking about it last night, and I'm like, if they release a belly bomb figure, I'm all in. Um, and that Cuddly the Cowlick that we were talking about. Yeah. Oh, I, I didn't mention the news. Yeah. Becca all but confirmed that they're going to try to find a way to get Cuddly the Cowlick, the interdimensional disembodied cow heads. You know, I need it. I need yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, that's one of those, like, I would be hard-pressed not to buy that. Um, I'm Here's my worry with the Archie's comic stuff. I'm not going to get it. Um, Not because I don't like the characters, but I don't like NECA's paint on that style of figure. Mm. Where it's matte paint, everything is flaking off, and the quality's very iffy. I'm worried that a lot of these characters are going to go to the crates as like the mm. Ninja Turtle crate. So it's like this weird Archie character you like, you got to subscribe to this crate and pay us more, more money for shit you don't want to get this exclusive character. That's yeah, what I can see about. them doing that. Because they have the Mirage Shrimp Shredder is one of them. So I could picture the Cuddly the Cowlick 
is a perfect buy all four crates, get this exclusive kind of character. Yeah. You know, that's something I feel like Neck could have no problem doing. And I don't well, blame him because that would just choke at retail. And they did that with what the hell is his name? The the punk that was with Bebop and Rocksteady, uh, was it Skaz yeah. or something like that? Or Scuzz. Yeah. I think Scat I, Scatman. <laughs> something like Yeah, the guy who turns into a bat and then Shredder fixes the mutation to prove that he has the the retro mutagen gun. Um but yeah, like they did that where they put him in a in a crate, and I was I was pretty pissed about that. Um but yeah, I don't know, like I feel like NECA on the whole, they're pretty much only have me all in on Toonie Terrors. Uh, Toonie Terrors and Ultimate Jason, just because I already have so much of the collection. Yeah, and like, thankfully, Toonie Terrors hasn't really gone up in price. Yes. So, like, I'm going to get the Monster Turtles. Yeah. I am going to get the occasional NECA horror product if it's new. They really haven't been doing a lot of new. It's like more Michael Myers, more... This and that, but like I want to complete the puppets. Yeah. The puppet master. I would like, like you, complete the Jasons. I want all the Jasons of one scale lined up. Look, I hope yeah. they get to it. And like, you know, the occasional, like, oh, this is that character from the movie that's never had a toy before, like Meatloaf Jack from uh American Werewolf. But I mean beyond that from NECA, which I'm hoping will be less than ten figures a year. Um or something I find on clearance. I think all bets are off if you find something clearanced. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be like, for me, Marvel Legends, the occasional Origins figures that I like. And I will say that that crosses over to the wrestling style in the same body. Because you got to have Ric Flair. Oh, yeah. That, that's a given. But like Star Wars ain't happening. Unless it's a very specific character that I think is awesome. But I don't. Maybe Cad Bane one for the whole year. You know what I mean? Like I'm not unless right. I find them at Ollie's for ten bucks, I'm not gonna be jumping on them. Yeah. Uh and then the occasional transformer. That's it. Yeah. I mean, I don't even know if I'm gonna be going much more into the uh classified series because as nice as they are, like they look fantastic. I'm telling you, man, that drop down peg that that the thigh peg bothers the shit out of me every time i go to pose the figure and it's like it looks like his hips dislocate i hate it um i already pre-ordered Crockmaster and storm shadow a while ago so i'm sure i'll get them but unless they release like some of my all-time favorite figures like night viper you know range viper stuff like that i don't know that i'll buy them anymore globulus yeah like yeah i'm I'm still buying those. I forgot to mention that, but I'm not going all in. If I don't like the character, I'm not buying it. Like I'm not going to buy gung ho. I've never liked gung ho. Yeah. So I'm just not doing it. Uh, and I'm not going to army build no. again. And I also, God damn it. This is the problem. You're like, Oh, and this, and this, and this, and this, and this, um, the occasional power ranger, the occasional Fortnite. But these are things like it was on sale. It looks cool. Yeah. So here's a perfect example. Target is getting from the Power Rangers movie, the Ninja Power Rangers, where they were just like they needed new stuff for the movie because they didn't have Super Sentai footage that would match up to a quality film. So they put them in ninja costumes. 
if you get the Black Ranger, he's just a ninja. Just a black ninja toy. So if you want a retail ninja toy, there you go. Right. Go get him. Something I forgot to mention that I got in my show and tell that I just it completely slipped my mind. And this fits in with the price increases that make no sense. The Hasbro uh, Hasbro Pulse did troop builders for Marvel Legends. So they had about six months ago, they announced three troop builder packs. There was a two pack of shield agents, a scroll and a black hand ninja. I got all three. They're cheaper because they feature minimal packaging, like five bucks cheaper. And they just come in a plain old cardboard box and they're wrapped in tissue paper. So you're telling me you can bring the cost down of these figures if you don't have crazy elaborate packaging? Why the hell aren't you doing this? Right. You're doing it for Fortnite. You're doing it for Transformers. You're telling me that Mm. Star Wars wouldn't sell? Or like less plastic? You know what I mean? Yeah, that's a good point. These lines are aimed at collectors, not at mom buying toys for their kids. You've got separate products for those entirely. So I know what this guy looks like. When I see the box, I'm going to grab it. I'm not an idiot. All of your fans are the exact same way. So if you can keep your Marvel Legends at a $20 price point by taking out the elaborate packaging and just putting it in a fucking box, why won't you? Is it theft? Is it problems with returns? Because you haven't stopped that. I think there's also a lot of, you know, uh, mint on card collectors still. Do retailers want a presentation on the shelves? Is that something you have to ask? Because this is my profession, merchandising. So does Target say, look, that's cool, but we need like a blister so that people see it and then they buy it? Mm. Or if that's the case, just have the, the bubble open and have it wrapped in there like Transformers. I don't know. But at the same time, Transformers are going to sell themselves whereas Marvel may not. Because who the fuck knows who Speedball is unless you're a kid in the 80s and the 90s reading comic books. You don't. (laughs) True. Who the fuck knows who Blue Guardian is? I don't know who Blue Guardian is. He's a guy with a cool vest and some blast effects. I'm buying him because he comes with a leg to build controller. You know, like... Yeah. Yeah. You're going to risk these guys clogging shelves like the Eternals Marvel Legends that are still sitting around and not clearanced because you're greedy and you want that extra money. So, it really doesn't make sense. And for the same price as a Marvel Legend, you can get a Masters of the Universe figure with the fucking vehicle in the same scale. And I'm on Big Bad Toy Store looking at Trapjaw on the Trap Cycle, and it's awesome. That thing is cool looking. Yeah, Which also that really... tells me that there's no reason that Hasbro can't make G.I. Joe toys with vehicles at this price point. For whatever reason, somebody somewhere is like, it ain't going to sell. Or they just can't market it correctly. They can't put the investment in to the company to say, hey, Netflix, can we have a cartoon? Hey, Hulu, somebody to help push our products. No. They, they don't kind of, know what they're doing anymore. They don't. They just they put their thumb up their ass and hope the toys sell themselves. Because remember that thing you had when you were a kid? Here it is again. Ooh, there's sorceress in a vehicle. I wonder what the fuck that is. It's the <laughs> sky sled. On uh, that's the first I've heard of that. Hey, you heard it here first for the animated series sorceress. Sorceress and a sky sled vehicle is coming out. 
Mm, nice. Kind of cool. If you don't have Sorceress, that's a good way to get it. I don't know if that's Tila or if that is the Sorceress that lives in the castle Sorceress. Hmm. Because there's two. I'm going to guess that it's just core Tila Sorceress. Probably. That would be my guess. Okay, well, look. Toys are expensive. We're going to be pickier, or we're going to wait for sales, which is the other thing that I do. When Target has their spend this, get a gift card, that's when I attack. Yeah. I wait and I wait and I wait for the inevitable, like, hey, there's a holiday coming up. So every week we're going to have buy one, get one half off on these select items. Then I'm going to go get what I want. And that doesn't help anybody. So think about it. I wait for sales at GameStop. I wait for some retailer that people don't normally buy toys from to pick up toys and they don't sell them and they go on clearance like Macy's <laughs> and JCPenney's and, you know, like Walgreens. And and then I call my friends when I find that thing they're looking for because I found it on clearance in Olean, New York at a Walgreens. Right. You know, that's what you got to do. And that's kind of bullshit. And none of us are making, you know, six figures where we can just no. pre-order things and not worry about it. We are all working class gentlemen or male prostitutes in Josh's case. So um, <laughs> we got to do what we got to do. And I mean, he's he's making more money than any of us. So, Hey, man, we all know Ruth puts his ass out on the street. He makes big, big money in Austin, Texas. Business is good. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> let me let me let me tell you, if I wanted to buy all them black series figures, I could. I just don't want them. I gotta <sighs> buy new boots. Does hurt a little bit to sit down, but that's a different story. <laughs> I don't need to sit down to play with them toys. <laughs> so guys, you ready for the Hall of Fame? Yes. Beetlejuice won. Beetlejuice deserved to win. Um, I feel like Beetlejuice is, uh, I said it three times. Uh-oh. He's one of those, oh. like, a required figure in any kind of, like, growing up with monster toys. You had a Beetlejuice. 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 Uh, you had a figure of one of the figures from that line, you know, the spinny head, the swords, one of them. And I think that was the one to pick to kind of go into the Hall of Fame first. So it won. So congratulations, Josh. And, you, you know, let's let's not forget that, you know, he lived through the Black Plague, had a pretty good time with that. Seen the Exorcist about 167 times, and it keeps getting funnier every single time I see it. Not to mention the fact that he's also a dead guy. So what do you think? You think he's qualified? <laughs> <sighs> I got to check YouTube. I really want to see the play, but I can't go anywhere to see it because of COVID. And I keep listening to, I keep catching like TikTok videos or like Instagram videos of people singing the songs from the movie. Or not from the movie, from the play, the Beetlejuice play. And it's like, I want to fucking see this. Um, yeah. I've heard consistently good things about it too. I, I have too. Uh, what do you guys, before we jump into the Hall of Fame, what are your opinions on these pictures of Michael Keaton as Batman again? Oh, I haven't uh, seen those. I have also not seen these. Oh. There's some blurry, like, 
pictures of him putting the costume on again. Um, they may be photoshopped. The 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 point here being, do you want to see your heroes getting old? Because I just finally watched Ghostbusters Afterlife. And as as much as I liked it, it was like, I don't want to see Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd and Ernie Hudson as old men still doing it. It's like, I see, get no, why they don't want to come back. I, I, I have, I honestly, I have the opposite effect there. Like, I like seeing the heroes age. Like, I've always been a big fan of, like, when when they do future stories of, like, uh, in, in comic books or cartoons or whatever, where there's, like, the future story of where they end up. Like, I loved the end to the Nickelodeon uh, TMNT, where they, like, the Mad Max-style far-flung future or, like, Old Man Logan or those types of stories. Like, I, I've always enjoyed those. So, like, in, like, Terminator Dark Fate, seeing you know, Linda Hamilton as this like grizzled old, like battle hardened woman. I love it. I, I'm, I, I'm a big fan personally. I mean, I'll make exceptions where the actor or the character is still a badass, but like Dan Aykroyd, Bill Murray are not ass kickers. But you see, I, I mean? don't think the Ghostbusters ever were though. I feel like the yeah, Ghostbusters no, were, were like blue collar schlubs. Yeah. <laughs> it know? was just, it, it took me out of the movie, other than, like, the Harold Ramis ghost, um, which was handled very, very well. Um, but I was just like, I I get it. I get why they're there, but, like, I kind of just, in my mind, I'd rather just know that they're in a good spot. Or, like, Dan Aykroyd didn't need to put the costume on or something. I don't know. Um, See, I, I completely disagree there because... Yeah. If they if they were in that movie and didn't put those costumes on, it would have been you, you know people would have revolted. Yeah. Um, I would have been I, bombed. I'm torn. I just I don't I'm excited that Michael Keaton's back as Batman. He's everybody's Batman. You know, much like Toby Maguire will always be your Spider-Man kind of thing. And Patrick Stewart's always going to be Professor X. Yeah. But it's like I, I will say, personally speaking, Afterlife is point blank just Ghostbusters three, and yeah. and I I unabashedly love every second of it. <clears throat> yeah, uh, I that. I think I like two more. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, that's surprising. Uh, hear me out. It's because of Rick Moranis. Okay. Nah, I mean, nah. Rick... I feel like Paul Rudd filled that gap perfectly. <laughs> yeah. See, I I actually do like Afterlife better, but I do love Rick Moranis, so I can at uh, least I can I can understand your love for him. I loved Paul Rudd, and I loved like him showing the kids Chikujo. and I I loved how the two the I loved podcast, and I loved um, the girl who carries the movie who gets no credit. Oh, love oh her. yeah, um, I love how they like steal the movie because they're great. That those new elements, I just I'm afraid that like Michael Keaton's gonna look weird in the rubber Batman suit. I hope it's just like for a second, and they do the Batman Beyond thing, where he's like, "I did this, I can't do it anymore." Not Dark Knight Returns bullshit, where they have Michael Keaton suiting up. Like just know where it's like, don't ruin my memory of what he was by showing me what he is. If that makes any sense. See, I uh, I will say 
just jumping back to to afterlife for a minute i think the the only reason i really have no problem with with everyone being where they are is it feels kind of natural especially like when you get to that little after the credit scene with Janine talking to Winston. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where where it's like, you know, Peter's a professor now. The only reason Ray's occult books is still open is because Winston is paying for it. So Ray, Ray is just, he's kind of the same guy he's always been in his own little world, much like Dan Aykroyd. Uh, mm-hmm. And I... I thought that was perfectly appropriate for the characters. The the fact that like Egon would be the one to kind of go off the deep end and just be like, no, it's coming. It's coming now. It's coming here. I'm taking this all out. We don't have time to argue about this. I'm doing I, this. Here's a very, I mean, you guys are bigger Ghostbusters fans than me, but I thought this was definitely part of the movie that sort of bothered me. People's, uh, what Egon is in their mind is kind of an amalgam of the real Ghostbusters cartoon and Egon from the movie. Not just Egon from the movie. Because I feel like he's the smart guy in the movie, but he's not the end of the world is coming. He is, but he isn't. But like they give the character, they make some leaps that I think come from people's vision of what Egon is in their brain from the cartoon. I, I have to disagree Which isn't a bad thing. I have very little memory of the cartoon. I only remember like the storylines from select episodes because my my love of the movies uh overlapped those I will always remember the movie characters over the cartoon versions. Yeah. Uh the cartoon versions I couldn't even tell you their personalities because in my mind they're just the movie personalities. Well, you got um, and and that's like but that's the thing is Egon in the first movie and in the second movie he was the one with that distinct knowledge of like these things are all lining up and it looks like he may succeed like think about how intense Egon got in that moment of like oh shit he's going to succeed I need to stop this yeah so yeah, I, I you know feel what? like it's perfectly in line. But I, as as a very, very brief side note, if you don't, uh, if you have not watched the one deleted scene from the movie, uh, my complaint is that they didn't leave it in the movie. What is the deleted scene? Uh, it's a further back and forth between uh, Janine and um, Callie. Why did they take it out? Just for pacing? I think it's for pacing. I, I imagine it would be right after the, uh, you, like it would just be a continuation of where they cut the scene. Okay. Um, because it's, it's, it's just little character building moment where you get to know a little bit more about the Spangler family. Uh, and you see Janine, uh, kind of, kind of, uh, picking up and robbing knickknacks from the house when they're not looking. <laughs> like she specific she specifically grabs the uh the coin like she Which sees comes it on back a, in later yeah, like she sees it on a shelf and like you see her pick it up and pocket it before Callie turns around 
Is that something that was in the first movie, or is that something uh, like a Han Solo dice thing that they invented? Because I had no memory of it. It's uh, it is one of the very few filmed but cut moments from the original movie. Okay, so that was for like hardcore fans. Yeah, that uh, and the uh, what was that the the moment that they actually showed like the the exchange between Egon and Janine? Yeah. That that is the actual cutscene where you know, uh, she gives it to him. And she's like, "You should take this. It's my good luck charm." There's a very good chance we won't be coming back. You shouldn't give this to me. It's okay. I have another. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm so sad that that didn't get in there because that's such a great joke. Like that's that's it's so it's such a stupidly great joke. Of this is my good luck charm. Take it. It's okay. I have another. <laughs> right like that's right up there with listen do you smell that <laughs> yeah which is it okay that's my ghost that's my ghostbuster side friend because <laughs> that is one of my all-time favorite jokes in the movie so listen do you smell that <laughs> you guys ready for the hall of fame <laughs> yeah what should i do for the title in underwear, they don't wear space or listen. Do you smell that? <laughs> I think in underwear, they don't wear space. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I like that one. Um, Josh, you're first because you won. Uh, so I might I might have to adjust this a little bit because I'll I'll let you decide. Uh, I'm either going to nominate the vintage Max Rebo Band three pack. Okay. Or just Max Rebo. Hmm. Because the original vintage did come as a three pack. Yeah. I'll allow it. You know, it's it's Uh, a thing. Because it's like you never I mean now you would get Max Rebo by himself. Yeah. But yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that that vintage Max Rebo band three pack, because that's that Man, I have I have great memories of opening that Christmas morning and my mom picking it up and saying this piano looks like it should come apart and then immediately breaking it Christmas morning. <laughs> yeah, good times. Uh, but no, really, like uh, I, she did pop it apart and we immediately glued it back together and it was a a longtime favorite toy that I still own to this day. Great figure. Um, I will go next. I am gonna do the. Original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Universal Monsters Series 2 Raphael Metaluna Mutant. Oh, that's a good Ooh. one. Of the eight that they made, he has always been my favorite. Yeah. No, I think that's the best one, honestly. Um, I wish I kept mine because I think they were all awesome. I only have three now. I would love to have all eight, but they're so expensive. I never actually had any of them. Like I had friends who had them. I I just I never had them. I got to you... get to see all of them, but yeah. Yeah. Like I remember who... they came out and just being like, "Meh." Who are you missing? I have Werewolf, Mummy, and Frankenstein. Okay. So okay. First series. Shit. Let me. Because I know it's like the second series is the Invisible Man. April is a bride. 
Wasn't one of them as Dracula? Was it Donnie as Dracula? Donnie as Dracula. Yeah. I think that's the first series. Who knows where the accessories are, but I I may still have at least one of my Universal Turtles in one of the... I may, I may have to send you a package because it, it should yeah. feels like it should go with the other ones because if I just have the one. Let me know. Uh, Vincent knows who the other one was. It's... <laughs> Shit. Invisible Man, uh, Creature, Dracula, Bride, Frankenstein, The Mummy, Metaluna. Yeah. That's the eight. Yeah. Um, Mike, what do you got? I am going to go with the, uh, the old Toy Biz uh, X-Men toys, Mojo. The Mojo figure. Oh, you know what? God they damn it. A, a new mojo. What's that? They teased a new mojo from Hasbro. Oh, oh nice. Now, this this is the only mojo figure I ever had. I never had it, the Marvel Legends uh, build a figure one. Um, I wanted it, but I never got it. Uh, this, though, uh, I loved this figure as a kid. Um, I never really played with my X-Men as X-Men toys. Like, they just always kind of accompanied my other figures. And Mojo was always some kind of crazy, you know, villain scientist in my in my little toy world. And I freaking loved him. Mike, did. Oh, you got Josh. I was going to ask, did you have to buy like the five toy biz figures to get him? No, no. This was when they, they, they had him carded. Yeah. Not I to rem- build a figure Marvel Legends one. No, no, no. When, no, when they was- originally it was Malloway, right? No, when it no, was first was- released, it was a promo for Toys R Us. You had to oh, buy five right. oh, Toy Biz figures, okay. and you got the Mojo as a free giveaway. Yeah, but then they I bought, carded it. I bought the five Toy Biz figures. Well, he was still carded, so I'm no, sure no, they no, made yeah, way too many. But, but yeah, my, yeah, the one the one I had was exactly the same as the later releases. They probably just made a shit ton too many. Yeah. Mike, I have a question for you, because you were a Sega kid, yep. right? There was a Sega Genesis fighting game. Okay. That predates Mortal Kombat. That had fatalities. Do you know what I'm talking about? That predates Mortal Kombat. Yes. Um, I don't know of one that predates. I know Eternal Champions was was huge. That was had tons of fatalities. It's not. A, it's not Eternal Champions, and it was this weird like fantasy characters, and it was very like Street Fighter One. <gasps> oh. Um. Oh my God. Let me wait. Let me double check really quick if i have the name correct yes i do it was slaughter sport yes that with so, mondo the tongue or mondo yes. the fat man so mojo was my mondo when i yes. would reenact slaughter sport which guys could just die randomly at any point during the match and it wasn't very yeah. spectacular like they get sat on by mondo yep. um yeah slaughter sport I always played as the one who looked like freaking Belial. He was the little like ball. Oh, oh yeah. Arms. Yes, yes. And uh, the reason I played as him all the time is because it like this is back when fighting games were not balanced. He had a little spinny move where he just like spun on his butt with his arms stretched out. Every character was taller than him. So you could just continually sweep <laughs> the characters with his little spinny attack. And unless they landed, like, the right jump kick on you, they couldn't knock you out of it. So I, the first day I had it, I beat the game using him just spinning through all of the characters, including including Mondo. 
<laughs> so it was like, yeah, <laughs> was, awesome. you could cheap the game really easy. I remember getting it because it was just like such a big deal when it came out and it was like never in at the video store. And then when I finally got my hands on it, it was like, oh, <laughs> like, yeah, this is yeah. There were a lot of games. Maybe one of these days we'll have to kind of do a deep dive on uh, fighting games. But there was a lot of fighting games in the early 90s that um, some of them predated uh, Street Fighter. But then after Street Fighter 2, there was a glut that came out. And then especially after Mortal Kombat. But there were some crazy freaking games that had all sorts of weird finishers and ways to kill or dismember your opponents um i remember time one killers of the, t- yep time killers was crazy. you could chop your arms off and all that um the one in the arcade that i remember playing the hell out of was knuckleheads and it was a four-player fighting game so it was almost like an arena style like wrestling type game but it had crazy ass characters there was like i want to say there was like a chick with claws and there was some kind of dragon man um but i played the hell out of that and that was a bloody you know fighting game but yeah, there's tons of these out there. But yeah, Slaughter Sport, man, I haven't thought about that in forever. You just, you mentioned Mojo, and I was like, man, everybody had that, like, because of the three for 10 Ben or the mm-hmm. three for five, everybody had, like, their X Men guys that they played with a ton. Yeah. And it was like Mojo, Halloween Jack, Eric the Red. Remember him? He had, like, the metallic red paint job. Yep. Trevor Fritz like, Roy. Trevor yep, Fritz Roy Trevor. <laughs> uh, with his cl- his crystal armor. Yep. yep. Uh, Slayback. I love Slayback. With Slayback his, like, and Comcast were my other yeah, two. With their his missile arm. Extent. I mean, Marvel needs Marvel Legends needs to make a Slayback. Um, Slayback is great. I mean, they're doing tank balls, whatever his name is. So I'm excited. <laughs> there's Bonebreaker. hope. Bonebreaker. Uh, a lot of the X Men 2099 toys i had a lot of that i played with uh gen x guys like i can't remember someone just said great sculpts oh yeah anyway yeah three for ten maybe <laughs> all right uh time for plugs josh what's brewing in the labs uh stuff <laughs> ask, ask ask me next week i like it um mike i know the hellraiser episode is dropping It'll be as soon as we uh, finish this recording. Drop It'll be like going the balls. <laughs> and then we are moving on to uh, next week will be uh, the final film of the hated movies for the month, which was the uh, listener pick. And that was Jaws for the Revenge. Can't so, wait. Yeah. That's... <laughs> <laughs> It'll be so bad. Whew. Jaws for the Jaws Ning. That one I haven't watched in probably at least 20 years, at least in its entirety. I've seen bits and pieces because my wife loves all shark movies. Um, So there's been many a times where I've watched a little bit of them, but man, there are some moments in Jaws 4 that I'm like, what the hell? (laughs) Like it does not make any damn sense. Yep. But uh, yeah, so we got that coming out um, and then we move on to werewolf month. So March will be filled with werewolves. So excited. And I have not, I love werewolf movies and I have not seen everything on that list that you put out. So I'm kind of like, I want to go back and uh, catch some of them. Um, There's some fun ones on there. And then also, obviously, Raised by Rentals. Uh, Yeah. 
I think the next episode to come out is uh, we're discussing Predator. Oh, so that's, that's that was a fun conversation. <laughs> um, and I don't think we have any rad Pantheon plugs. I have asked several times and nothing came up. So there's no podcasts. There's no artwork. Uh, everybody's kind of laying dormant and uh, keeping warm, I guess. I have no idea. But thank you, everybody, for listening to Count Creepyhead's Saturday Morning Monster Mash, episode 35. Remember, if you're in the toy aisle and you see Hasbro and Star Wars, don't let them put them on the pinball machine and fuck them. That's right. Also, <laughs> happy birthday, oh. Josh. Oh, God. What's, what's wiggling? Huh? Huh? Uh, it's it's jelly penis. Beans. It's jelly touch, beans. Touch my tail. <laughs> It's, it's it's jelly beans rolled into a sausage skin. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with shenanigans. Bye. See ya. Shenanigans is a stripper, I know. before i haven't the time for it no count not even you will remember that you spelt creepy head with a k to avoid being sued by play-doh count facebook and instagram likes please you so grant me my friend request and if you do not listen to hell with you